with the tackle spot. Is that Zach Martin now playing right tackle for you? Or is it one of the veteran guys? Is it, you know, Mills, one of those, you know, what are these guys that they've added? Because I don't know if you can necessarily play a power game that you're going to need to with, uh, with, uh, you know, with steel. But I, 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 you know, I mean, he played well enough today. I just don't know, worry about long term as you get further down because I think there's some things you're going to have to do. You're going to have to find a way to protect Andy Dalton a little bit better. And I think you're going to have to be able to run the ball a little bit better as well. And having a, a weak offensive line at certain spots, I think, will will hamper both those things. Two things the Cowboys have not done particularly well this year, which is protect the quarterback, keep the quarterback clean. Yeah. You have to do that a little bit better and run the football better, something that, again, they haven't really done effectively this year. That's well, the offensive line. you know, And they've thrown the ball well. The problem is they, when you throw for 504 yards or whatever and you lose, that's the disheartening thing. You know, and but the turnovers. I mean, that's the thing that continues to you know could kill this team. Right. Like we get a text here at eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. Give me a break. They let the Giants hang thirty four on them. Yeah. Did they or did they have a pick six? Yeah. And then a fumbled snap yeah. that, that gave the Giants a golden opportunity to score another another touchdown. I mean, yeah. They the Cowboys have now given up fifty nine points off of turnovers. That's true. Fifty nine total points off of turnovers. Yeah including 14 of this game. The defense is great, but you look up and they've given up 34 points to the Giants. I mean, they actually gave up about 20 to the Giants. 14 of those 34. They made a stop at the end when they had to have a ball to get the ball back to win. You know, scores tied 34 all, and you got a stop to get off the field. So, yeah, I, I get it there, 817. You know, you're, you're kind of, you're a little bit, I don't know if you're a guy or gal, a little bit bitter about it. You're right. Every once in a while, I give the Giants credit. Had a good game plan today. Really did. They they tried to protect. They tried to protect Daniel Jones today. You know, but the Cowboys at the end made him have to pl- uh, play, and you saw what happened. He had the sack, fumble, ended up for a touchdown for you. So, you know, good for good for the Cowboys to get the victory. But they did get a stop at the end of the day. Yeah, and when again, they needed one. Fourteen points, a pick six, and then a fumble in the Giants' red zone that sets them up with another opportunity to score. It's 14 points that they scored on turnovers. Yeah. So, I mean, 34 is a bit deceptive considering it's a bad defense. The offense is put continually in bad spots. You know what else we're going to hear from this, Brian, after this week? It'll be the the two di- the division of the fan base. From one standpoint of they can still win games, they've still got some talent, maybe the defense has something left versus the other side, which could say, Tank! Oh, no. It's Trevor Lord's time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there, there's people that there's people that are... This, that they don't like the team, and and you know, and that's you know, that's they 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 whether they don't like the Joneses, they don't like you know, there's there's things. Everybody, not everybody's going to be happy. It's hard to win in this league. I, I knew the Giants were going to make this a tough game. I, I really did. I I, did, I didn't have. I called it a seven point game myself. You know, I thought the Giants would find a way to score twenty points. Heck, they scored thirty four. You know. I just think it's impressive that the Cowboys, when they when they could have just folded, you know, found a way to win a game. They, you know, with with their backup quarterback. I, I think that goes a long way into maybe helping you down the road. If you know, in fact, that they're they're able to to put some of this uh, together and and find a way to maybe win this division. Pretty emotional moment for Dak Prescott as he's being carted off the field. You know, tears flowing. You can tell he's on the the precipice of crying, and then he lifts up his hand. You know, for the crowd. Uh, dramatics. But, I mean, you, you, you can't help but notice that versus, 
and, and no, look, I understand. Versus I'm not, like I'm an not Earl being Thomas here. in Seattle. No, and again, you're, we're talking about similar situations, right? Yes. Both guys probably felt like they got the run of the deal from the organization. One guy flicks off the sideline. The other guy fist pump in the air. It just no gives question. you an idea of who Dak Prescott he is. is a well, he is a well-loved guy. There's no question about that. He's well-loved by his teammates. You know, he is, uh, he's a guy that uh, you know, has respect from a lot of people around the league. You know, but yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, it this is this is a situation. Like I said, you have to just you just have to plow forward. You know, you just you know, it's it's sad. But you know, again, as as a former personnel guy, you you just you don't have you you don't have time. You now have to think about okay, yeah, I, I got to get on the next week. These things come fast. Before you know it, we're going to be talking about another game. You know, you got to find a way to to, to win some now and. You don't have you don't have him or Collins or Smith. I mean, there's a lot of guys you don't have right now. We heard Tony Dungy's comments. He has taken a Twitter to to defend himself, so to speak. He, he did mention, which I agree with you, the, the tough verbiage there. He tweets, "Blessing in disguise was a poor choice of words by me. It's not a blessing for Dak. What I meant was that for the Cowboys, the season is not over. Andy Dalton is very capable in changing the focus back to Elliott could help the defense, but I feel very badly for Dak." So Tony Dungy amending the statement and, and coaches are that way, you know, coaches are thinking, you know, that like, and, and, and Tony, Tony is one of the, one of the most, is, a, is an ultimate human being, right? Love being around, right? Him. Love being People around are him. Question his morals. Yeah. Him, Reggie White. He's just telling you from a coach's perspective of the situation. They're going to have to rethink some things that's going forward now. I mean, the feeling sorry for Dak Prescott injury will last tonight. But like I keep saying, they're going to have tomorrow morning, they are going to have to think about a game plan going forward the rest of the year. That's the only choice you got. You know, so I, putting your head in the sand is is not going to get anything done here. 877-881-1053. 877-881-1053. We'll get to your phone calls and texts in a moment. But first, let's pause 10 seconds. All right, really appreciate everybody that's tuning in. I hope you guys are able to hear me right now uh, as I'm setting up this stream. Uh, it's one of those crazy situations. Yes, we won, but we feel like we lost again. Uh, and we got to all get behind uh, the uh, the red rifle now. And we got to figure out how we can uh, stay afloat. This division is so trash right now. And we don't fold up like lawn chairs at all. Uh, we still support this team, win, lose, or draw. Uh, just keep in mind uh, mods that just just don't delete people comments as long as they're not you know saying anything all the line uh, keep, keep their comments there I want, I want people to feel free to speak their minds uh, th- let's just keep it professional though uh, Cowboy Nation uh, here's the situation no rooting for injuries I always said even when we play against the opposing team is that we still we still never root for injuries. Football is a brutal sport, right? It's a crazy sport. So um, let's let's keep everything fair and balanced. I, I would like to have uh, objective thoughts, objective opinions too, but uh, keep it professional. Let's go. Everybody was like, oh, the season is over, X, Y, Z. Sort of what I'm hearing now. But I believe if we let, you know, um, Dalton play his game and the strengths of built, uh, the offense is, is built, around what he can do, I think we can do – You, we can go deep. We can. I have that faith. And this, the rest of the season, the defense will dedicate it to Dak because they played better today, a lot better. 
Appreciate the phone call, Al. 877-881-1053. The question is, can they win with Andy Dalton? And I think... They proved us, today they could. Right, right. And and it, it just comes down to the ability to sort of game plan around Dalton skill yeah, sets. And absolutely. how it differs from Dak Prescott. Yeah. Yeah. And for everybody out there that thinks that I hate Dak, stop. That's not true. You know, I'm just giving you reality. You know, this, this is, you, you, you move on. You know, I mean, everybody, yeah, everybody's sad and all that. He, he's a great guy. Don't, you know, but, you know, this is, this is a sport. This is, you know, there's guys getting hurt every day, you know, and, and, and in the front offices, you know, they, they're thinking about how are we going to move on from Smith? How are we going to move on from Lyle Collins? How are we going to move on from that? That's what you're always thinking about. So, you know, it's not about, oh, you hate or this, you know, no, it's about reality and where you're at and trying to put something together. That's what this is about. So if you want to be poor me all your life, by all means, be that way. But I'm just telling you, NFL, front offices, that's not reality. With Brian Broadus, I'm Ari Temkin. Dallas Cowboys football will continue in a moment. Yeah, so while they go to commercial break, uh, Brian Broadus speaking the truth. uh, uh, There's casualties in war, and this is is nothing more than just warfare as we look at it from here. Uh, Unfortunately, it's a situation where the quarterback of the America's team is down. This would be not a moment where people are celebrating and cheerleading uh, for injuries. Uh, This should be a situation where we all look back and reflect. But like I said, if I'm Dak Prescott representatives, I'm not playing under the franchise tag. I I would not allow uh, this team to play under the franchise. I would not allow myself to play under the franchise tag because of this type of moment. You want to get a long-term contract. We knew that they had the ability to uh, make movements and make money around so that Dak Prescott can have that long-term contract. But in the same mind, uh, they didn't believe in him all the way. They wanted to have him to prove it. And, of course, he's the type of guy to say to himself, yeah, I- I'm going to like to prove it myself as well. So it's, it's, a, two-way road, it's a two-way road on this situation, basically. But I, I will tell people, man, uh, this is not a good look for the Cowboys. I, I'm still upset and angry at the uh, – I'm still trying to set up this thing. Just bear with me. I'm still upset and I'm angry at the front office. I don't think that there are football guys in the front office. I don't think that they did anything since Jimmy Johnson left the building. I stand firm on my word. I stand firm on what I believe in. If you feel otherwise, then – <laughs> since, since Jimmy Johnson been gone, let me know how many playoff victories have they won, right? You know, how many times we've been into the playoff. Can somebody post me that stat down below? It seems like we've been rearranging the furniture on the Titanic, and that's just how it goes. Uh, whoever watching 105.3, the fan, let me know when they're back live. We can tune back in. I think they will have – God, dog, I'm trying to find this thing, man. Y'all, y'all bear with me. And uh, matter of fact, let me just do it this way. You know, you guys, you see me looking down the entire time. All right, here we go. As soon as I do that, I find it. And uh, here we go. Do this. Uncheck this. <laughs> Building the plane while it's in the air, man. I promise you I am. Okay, this is getting up on there. Let me slide this up right here. You got the chat box up there. Okay, so I just wanted you guys to be respectful too. All right, so uh, I got rid of it. There we go. Bam, there we go. You know, I'm I'm not that bad. You know, I you know I built this thing while we was in the air, right? All right. So what's our record is? Somebody tell me what's the record is and where we stand at in the division right now. You know, are we 
Are we uh, in last place? Are we in first place? What? Where are we at in the division right now, huh? Where are we at right now? Are we in first place, last place? What are we? And, and on top of that, Cowboy Nation, let me know this. We do play in the horrible division, right? You know? <laughs> let me see if they're back live. And, uh, and let me see. Uh, uh, still on commercial break. So uh, shout out to everybody that's here, man. I appreciate all of the mods, man. I can't, I can't say it enough, man. I really appreciate you guys. Uh, this was a game that the the worst offense in the league still put up thirty four points. I know he can go back and forward and say, well, yeah, we still turned the ball over. There was a pick six. There was a fumble also, but still, still, you still had a chance to stop them. There's still no excuses for us to, for, for us to see 34 points out there on the field. It's still. <laughs> they average 9 to 11 points a game. We don't play the Giants every week. We playing against the Arizona Cardinals next week. So now we got to have this defense to step up, show up, and be up. We do. We got to see this defense. And what Tony Dungy said, yes, yeah, it was that- – Yes, it was uh, poor timing for what he said. Yes, it was out of bounds. But when he said get back to running the ball, where? Where can we run the ball? You can try to run it all the time, but you're going to have third and 10, third and nine, third and eight. Ezekiel Elliott, yes, he ran better uh, after the injury or what have you. Start picking it up after the right, right before the injury. But let's be real about it. We can't run the ball right now. And if I'm the, if I'm the opposing team, yes. Yes, I don't even have to load up the box. You don't have to do that anymore. It's the inverse now. <laughs> I could just keep five or six or seven in the box. I don't have to load up the box. Newsflash. They can just play coverage. We can stop the run. With, they can stop our run with four. <laughs> the front four can stop our run. It's crazy. The perfect furniture. So we have been, O-line has been hurt. Yes, you're right, I am Jazz. Uh, Q, what's good with you, man? Really appreciate you. Uh, uh, Casper, not the friendly ghost right there. Shout out to you. Eight and eight looks almost impossible this season. Well, newsflash, right? Didn't they change the playoff situation? Let me know what they changed it to. They let more teams into the playoffs now, right? They let more teams into the playoffs now, right? Let me know if I'm wrong. Hmm? It's this way, right? Yeah, it's this way. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. We put our hands together for Dak Prescott. We want him to uh, to get, get to get right, get better, and get all of those good things going. But it, it's going to be a long we battle. Tend to start the year. Are either of them looking for a law rookie lineman? Uh, let's see what we have here. Can run block better than uh, pass block. So uh, let's play old school football. This is from a dog, Young. Wilson, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. Terrence Steele, Terrence Steele, and Connor Williams, those two guys get thrown all the way around on the club. They just get, once you hear this, they get thrown everywhere we go, everywhere we see, they getting pushed back. So um, we'll figure this out. Too. Teams were really going after him in the screen game because of how much he struggled to go sideline to sideline, and seemed like he really figured out what to do in the screen game against him. Yeah, that's the, to me, when Jalen sees things and it's going forward, he's at his best. When it's, I have to plant, redirect, and go, he tends to have the issues. And, you know, he gets caught in some situations where the lateral agility, where he has to make a play, doesn't fire for him. 
and then it's like he's playing in sand. Mm. But when he can play downhill and he sees it, he could go make a play. And there's a couple times where screens where he was on that side of the field and he happened to read the way the blockers left and how they were setting up downhill, make a play. Good for him. That's what he's got. That's good. Anything he can do downhill is good. Jalen with 14 total tackles, including seven solo tackles, had a sack and a half in this game and three tackles for loss. So a pretty decent game, statistically speaking, for Jalen Smith. And again, considering where he was, seemingly, to how he played in this game, just a much different, better outcome for Jalen Smith. Here is Jalen uh, after the game, talk with the media. Jalen, this is your thoughts on losing Dak uh, for the season there. I'm sure it was very shocking to a lot of you guys and very emotional. Devastating when you use <clears throat> devastating when you lose your number one. Um it's really words can't explain. Um I know how it feels. I've experienced it myself. Um but I know Dak's a fighter. Uh we came in together. Um we came in together as rookies and, and, and built a great relationship and one thing I know about him, he gonna fight. So um just looking forward to, to hearing hearing his voice. Got to hear him. All right, there's Jalen Smith talking about his quarterback, Dak Prescott, who again in this game suffered a right ankle compound fracture with dislocation surgery tonight to wash out the wound. But a compound fracture is also known as an open fracture, meaning he it broke through the, the skin, skin. Um, for Dak Prescott. The mm. postgame show brought to you by Papa John's, Better Ingredients, Better Pizza, Papa John's. So, I mean, there, there's couple ways to look at that's this. That's crazy right there. That's crazy. Always fun and exciting, especially given how much adversity the Cowboys faced and overcame in this game. They get the win with a couple of big-time catches down the stretch, great throws by Andy Dalton, great catches by Michael Gallup, gets him into field goal range. They kick game-winning field goal. So now it comes down to sort of the where do the Cowboys go from here? Broadus, where do the Cowboys go from here? Yeah, have to figure out where the offensive line is finally going to end up is this really the right configuration to allow Andy Dalton to have success? Better call Ron and is Leary. it going to allow Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard to be able to run the ball effectively as much as they're going to need to to show a little bit more balance? What do you see tonight? I mean, it's, it's so difficult to unpack the offensive line from this game, but certainly it seemed like they played well enough at times. Terrence Steele at right tackle. Yeah, they, they caught a break with Lorenzo Carter going out of this game, I think. He was their best pass rusher. So, yeah, I, that to me is where I feel like that, uh, you know, how that is configured will be key to how they're going to go forward. Because Andy's capable of leading this team. They've got the receivers. They've got the running backs. You know, they've got the tight end, I think, in Dalton Schultz that can make some plays. And it might allow them to to help their defense a little bit more uh, on some time of possessions and things like that if they can drive the ball a little bit more and a little bit better. 877-881-1053, 877-881-1053. Still to come, we'll hear what CeeDee Lamb had to say after this one. Plus, Logan Ryan, who was the corner that was trying to tackle Dak on the play that that compound had, that he suffered the compound fracture on. Logan Ryan, we'll hear what he had to say post-game. But this is a guy in Ryan that was available deep into, even into the season, I believe. He was available after week one. That maybe was a guy the Cowboys could have signed. The Giants ended up signing him, and he's the player on the other end of the Dak Prescott injury that uh, Dak suffers and is lost for the season. Let's go to the phones at 877-881-1053. Javier in Mesquite is calling in on the Dallas Cowboys postgame show. Javier. Go ahead, Javier. You're on the Dallas Cowboys radio network. Javier. 
Oh. He dropped. Folks, that, folks, a little nervous. Out haven't, there heard, tonight? haven't heard that's, that. That sounded yeah. a long time. Don't be scared, folks. <laughs> Your phone's off the hook. Whatever that means. Yeah. Chris in Dallas. Go ahead, Chris. You're on the Chris. Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. Hey guys, appreciate you having me. Long time Tolo, and I love the show. Um, I got three quick points here on uh, Dak Dalton and Trevor Lawrence. And uh, I think first, uh, heart goes out to Dak. Dak's a resilient dude. We've seen it over the years, and uh, this is one of those moments when he's going to have to demonstrate uh, the strength to endure a difficult life and not have an easy one here. Uh, didn't get the contract done, which is a huge bummer, but excited and hope that uh, Jerry and Steven uh, do good by him on this. I'm excited to see Dalton, though. I think Dalton's a local guy. You've got to root for the TCU guy. He's wanted to play in Dallas. He's had a bad team for a long time and had some success with far less talent than we have here. And I'm excited to see what he can do with it as a veteran. And uh, the whole tank for Trevor thing, that is an absolutely uh, terrible idea because there's no way we can tank any worse than the Jets or the Jags, and both of them are going to be on the hunt. They're like A.J. Green with trash. Who knows? <laughs> so the, the, the caller says, do right Green. by Dak in terms of the contract situation. And that's obviously something that's going to be – there's a long time to be talking about this, right? Yeah. But what – I mean – there will be a lot of people critical of the Cowboys organization for not giving Dak long-term deal. I mean, at this point, it is what it is. He was going into the season with that risk. I mean, so it, it's difficult to sort of continue to bring up that the, the contract negotiations, the Cowboys didn't do the right thing. Like, it, that's a difficult thing that's to a, reconcile. That's a two-way street, right. though. That right. is a two-way street. And, you know, if you know he has an agent... It takes two parties to sign a contract. Exactly. You know, and the minute, the minute they knew that he was going to sign the tag... They had an opportunity. They had several days to work on a possible extension, and that didn't happen. And they did not work or tried to work on an extension until two hours before the time was up. Does this make it more likely, less likely a long-term extension is reached? I Even if he was healthy, I still had questions because the Cowboys had questions. You know, they, They've had a chance to get this done over several years and haven't got it done. It's not my call. It's their call. You know, They're the ones that make us have to keep talking about it every day. Because they didn't get the thing done, mm. so you 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 know, you you have a feeling where the the front office is right now. They're letting him play this thing out, and we'll see. And they're trying to get money together to probably have to tag him again, you know, and see if uh, see what happens from that point on. Eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. Let's go to AJ in San Diego. AJ, AJ. go ahead. You're on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. AJ. Hey, good evening, gentlemen. Oh God, how awful I feel for Dak. Um, that that was that was gruesome, and um, I, I know Coach Dungey had absolutely no malice with with what he was saying, but I appreciate him clearing it up. Um, question for Broadus, um, you know, being from the from the Green Bay area and seeing a lot of the West Coast contests, I was curious myself how. Um, that marriage would work between uh, Coach McCarthy and uh, Coach Kellen Moore. Um, and from what I've seen so far, there's been a lot of slow-developing routes, a lot of uh, double moves by the wide receivers. Now you've got a guy in there that I feel is a very quick-rhythm thrower. He seemed to have his best years, if I remember correctly, right. under Jay Group, um, yep. running the West Coast offense. So, Mr. Broadus, I would like you to uh, kind of enlighten me, if possible, and I'm sure all the other uh, listeners, how do you think these West Coast concepts are going to mesh with um, Andy Dalton's skill set as well as the um, problems we're having in the offensive line? No, I think you you bring up some great points. And Andy is a rhythm thrower. And you yeah, could tell yeah. uh, that you know when he gets the ball in his hands, he's a smart guy. He knows where he wants to go. He's really uh, very good at reading defenses. And now you've got receivers and a tight end 
that do a good job with separation. There's some good route runners. You talk about Cooper uh, and his ability to to run routes, throwing the ball inside CeeDee Lamb and what he's able to do. So, yeah, I, I kind of like the idea of of the offense of, uh, of Kellen Moore and, and also Mike McCarthy adapting some things where the ball is a little bit more on rhythm. It's uh, you know, and trying to get guys to get the ball to them quickly, so you can uh, you can help prevent the uh, the sacks or the possibility of pressure. But yeah, that that's he he's uh, you know this is why you go out and get Andy Dalton. You know this is why when you know you I think you caught a break the fact that he's from uh, you know played his uh, college here, likes this area, home to him, stuff like that. Uh, that, Caught a break, meaning he's more willing to sign with you. Yeah, I mean, for him to come in here and have the opportunity, this is, you know, he's one of those guys that believes in, you know, believes in how it's going to work out for him. But to your point, the, the, the West Coast stuff is perfect for him that those rhythm throws, the in breaking routes, the quick routes, the outs, the ends, the slants, all those things are right in his wheelhouse throwing. And look, it's it's clear that, you know, Andy Dalton is not the quarterback that Dak Prescott is, but it's also, I think, clear that there's nothing in Cincinnati really around him last year. I mean, look at Joe Burrow, what he's dealing with this year. So it's like, okay, here's a situation where he probably has a better system to leverage his skill set with better receivers. This is clearly a better situation that he can make more out of than he did certainly last year when his numbers were pretty bad in Cincinnati where they just clearly have nothing around him. Well, Andy will be able to go in there and they will sit down, uh, him and Kellen Moore and then Mike McCarthy and, and, you know, and Doug Nussmeyer and they'll figure out a package. Okay. What, what type of throws do you like to make? You know, oh, you know, hey, I want to, this, this is my best throws. Uh, Check my Cincinnati. When we were in Cincinnati, we did this. You know, this is how we move the ball. I mean, you, as a quarterback, he will sit down and give them a clear blueprint to throws he feels good about and are able to make. And so I, I, I have a feeling that, he, that he'll be just fine doing this. 877-881-1053. You can call or text that number to get on the postgame show. JL is calling in. JL. Go ahead, JL. You're on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. Yes, sir. You know, y'all took most of my talking points because uh, that was my uh, main thing was I was saying that out of all the offseason veteran signings that they did, especially on the defensive line, I, I kind of liked, liked them. But uh, the number one signing that they did was with signing Dalton. And because uh, I knew he got a, a quality quarterback that's been in a substandard team his whole career. And so you get him around a good offense and then. You know he can do some he can do some damage. So uh, we're in a great position. You know we hate the loss of Dak, but you know Dalton is going to uh, step right in, and I think he's going to show everybody what he really is. Appreciate the, the phone call, JL. Man, he low with appreciate position. Yeah, you still have some problems on defense. Yeah. yeah, you need to get some guys back. The pass rush looked better today. Looks like more pressure against yeah. a team that's given up 14 sacks yeah, going into absolutely. the game. Absolutely, they they took advantage of the situation with the and and that's we talked about in the pregame, Ari. That's hey, if you get to this guy, he'll turn the ball over for you in the pocket. They put one on the ground and you turned it into points. You know that's what teams have been doing to you. You know, so I, I'm I'm kind of one of those guys that I'm I'm happy to see them turn it turn turn the Giants over. But you know, I, the turnovers that you had, you know that that's just once again that's going to help. But you do have you do have 
still have problems on defense, and you're going to need the health of some players to get better to, to improve that. Yeah, by the way, you have Kyler Murray next week on Monday night. <sighs> so oh, it was a Monday night. you knee late in Van Der Esch because with Jalen Smith at middle linebacker against Kyler Murray, he will eat them alive. Right, because that's, that's what a good quarterback can do with guys that can't go sideline to sideline playing linebacker. Because you've got linebackers that are supposed to account for a guy with legs like Kyler Murray. So, yeah, I mean, they're going to... It'll be a very interesting week of practice to see if Van Rush can get back in the field and then see how they can figure out a way to try oh, and my, stop hey, Mike Kyler get, Murray. Mike get feeling and talking to people at the end of you know last couple of days was expect Van Rush to play mm-hmm. unless there's some major setbacks. With Brian Broadus, I'm getting. I am Ari Temkin. More of your phone calls, your tweets, all coming up live on twitch.com forward slash Dallas Fan Cam if you want to watch us as well. The Dallas Cowboys postgame show continues. You're listening to the Dallas Cowboys yeah, 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 yeah. 105.3, the fan. Uh, I posted the uh, link to their uh, radio station there uh, when they go on a commercial break. Um, <clears throat> and then once that all can finish, we'll open up the phone lines, and I'll call my guy computer back too. Uh, this, this this was a situation, Cowboy Nation, that is, is brutal, right? It is, it's sad that, that, that we have our quarterback down, and now we have uh, a good old Andy Dalton in there, and hopefully he can – he can survive basically because this this division is nothing to really say okay this is going to be crazy as it relates to the Washington football team the Eagles the Giants because we just beat them right we're number one in our division right now it's, it's nowhere we can go start a parade but I can say hey that next game is it a way or a home game y'all let me know is it a way game or a home game and at least at least we don't have that crow down there you know where that crow used to be at you know, at least we don't have that crow there, right? 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 The crow's gone. That, that's some objectivity. That's some positivity. We don't have that crow right there. You know, you know, we don't have that crow right there. Get on off, get off the screen. <laughs> you know? So that's a good thing, right? For for multiple weeks in a row, I was eating that thing. I, I said, who's going to get the beak? Who's going to get the uh, the feathers? You know, who's going to eat the eyes? You know, we don't have to eat the crow this week, right? Um... <clears throat> It's another home game. Oh, my goodness. How many home games we had in a row? Is that three home games in a row? Oh, my goodness. That's pretty good. Uh, Patrick, really appreciate you, man. Law, it kills me that Dak has got injured. Uh, let me see if I can slow it down. It went too fast. My hooked on funny guys are not there. Uh, care what nobody, anybody says. Uh, I have been on the Dak train for a while. He has given his heart to this team. Yes, he has. So <clears throat> it, it, it's it's a it's a bummer. The good news, I'm trying to pull out. Y'all know I'm going to try to pull out all of the positive, right? I'm going to try. I'm going to really try. It, it's really, Man law, yeah. it kills me that Doc got injured. Mm-hmm. I don't care what anybody said. I have been on the Doc train for a while. He has given his heart to this team. Okay. Oh wow. You know that 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 AI was really late. You know I read it even in my slow motion conversation. Uh, but appreciate your AI. Uh, so three home games in a row. Prayers do go out to Dak. Um, and and this looks like his surgery and his brother and everything. They took pictures and they posted it and what have you. Um, also with Tristan Hill. How long Tristan Hill was going to be out? How long Tristan Hill is going to be out? Anybody know news on him? Anybody got some information on him? Uh, what if the redhead looked better than Dak uh, 100? This is from RC Cowboys Hendrick. Um, 
It is a what and it is a if. My thing is, is if, if we go to the playoffs, I don't think – here's the problem. It, excuse me. Here's the problem is with it. And, and I'm only speaking from the, from the realms of, of from upper management. Let's say we do go to the playoffs. It is the division already horrid and horrible, right? But let's say we do go to the playoffs with, with, with Andy Dalton. That means that we won north of uh, six games, seven games, give or take. There's no way that you can look at this year and say, well, you know, we was one in three. You know, we was one in three. We made it to the playoffs with Andy Dalton, because that's the name of the game is getting to the playoffs. And then you're going to have to walk back and pay a man $40 million because you got to still give him his contract north of what Deshaun Watson got, right? That's, that is what we're against. So let me let me let me tell you guys like this. I'm gonna say it again. News flash. If we go to the playoffs, there's no forty million dollar DAC. There's no four to five year contract at that. There's no way you can really talk yourself into it. And they don't give out sympathy contracts out here, especially for that type of money. Looks like the injury is a compound fracture in a dislocated ankle. Mm. Yeah, it is. It is a compact fracture, dislocated. Yeah, so that's what we're against. And I wish I can, you know, paint a different picture, but I can't. Andy Dalton wins nine games. Uh, this is from John May. Uh, and, uh, and it's good to have optimism after a win, right? It's good to have optimism and say, okay, this guy can walk on water right now. You know, that pass, it was like, oh, it was right on the money for, for, for Michael Gallup. And I hear people saying, oh, Dak Prescott would never, right? But that's but that's just how it's gonna go from here on out. We're gonna have multitude of people saying, "Okay, it's always going to be the comparison, the strict comparison of Andy Dalton versus the Dak Prescott thing." That's all it's gonna look like. Six and ten will win us this division. Laughing out loud. <laughs> oh my goodness, you you probably be right if this team continue to look like or this. Kellen Moore. And I mean that in a way that mm-hmm. things were going very badly for the Cowboys. You know, it was, you know, on that sidelines, I guarantee you there were people looking at each other and going, what else can go wrong here? And <laughs> right. you know what? They loaded up, they were down, and they went to what they know that they used to be able to do. And even with a compromised offensive line, they felt like that they could. And you're right, Ari. It wasn't pretty the way they did it. But to to get points, to hold the ball for seven minutes, it gave the defense the opportunity to settle down and catch their breath and maybe make an adjustment or two along the way. Remember, they had the, the pick six, and then yeah. they come out in swing possession and go three plays and punt, and right. then New York Fumble. kicks a field goal. Yeah. So it's 17-3, and everything looks like... Oh, it's, early, it's, yeah. it's, it's, like the, it's like everything is falling down on you. And you're now you're believing, oh my gosh, what do we have? What do we have to do now to get out of this? And you know their their way of doing it uh, has been impressive. I mean they've they've fought they've fought back in several games. You know in the second half they have, but man, you know that that point they needed a drive like that. They needed the ability for the offense to show that okay we're in this. 
but the defense also to be able to to kind of catch themselves a little bit. Cowboys ended up scoring three touchdowns in that second quarter, and that you know that really carried them through the rest of the game. Cowboys went thirty seven thirty four. Of course, Dak Prescott in this game suffers a right ankle compound fracture with dislocation compound, meaning open. It broke through the skin. He is having surgery tonight to wash out the wound. As he's running on a design run, Brian Broaddus is sitting next to me saying, "Get down." Get down, and it was it. It proved to be prophetic because it it obviously is the same play that led to the injury. Logan Ryan was trying to get him down. Just explain why you were saying get down. Well, because I had a feeling. I was worried first about when he does the stiff arm. I was worried about broken fingers or wrist or hands, something getting caught in a face mask, but. I also know that these defensive backs, when they have to deal with a big man in space, they will do whatever they can to get him down. If that means jump on his back and then sling your lower body into the back of their legs in order to take their to get their legs together so they can't move them, or to to chop them down. And I, it looked like to me that that's. That's what Logan Ryan was going to have to do. You you get a situation like that with a guy that big, you are going to fight for everything you can in any way you can in order to get him to the ground, and that's what he did. Yeah, you mentioned one of the fears you have in Dak, who's a tall quarterback, is that. You know, injuries being suffered on a scramble. Body type, big big body type, too, yeah. Yeah. And and so, I mean, it's it's one of those things that there's the balance there between not trying to neuter your quarterback, but also being (laughs) concerned about the amount of carries that – Dak is going to take over the course of the season because every hit you take at the quarterback is is one closer to suffering an injury. You cannot, you cannot just say, you know, you can't hindsight this thing. You can't. That's that's what Dak does. That that's the way Dak plays. I always felt like when Dak is really into a game, he's he's showing that physical side of it. He's running. It's the quarterback draw. It's on the goal line. It's a two point play. He's uh, breaking the pocket. He's scrambling. You don't want to take that away from Dak. It's just it's part of the game. Here is Logan Ryan, the Giants corner, uh, after the say. game, talking about the Dak Prescott injury. The worst thing that happened today was the Dak injury. I mean, bigger than football. I, I, I feel terrible. Um, it was a routine football play. Look, I studied a lot. I thought this game would come down a lot to me and Dak. I know it's a team game, but my job in this game plan was to make it tough on Dak. And he made it really tough on us. He's a hell of a player. He's got a lot better in his reads. He's got a really good arm. I mean, he was he was tearing it up there, and he was making it hard on me. And um, that's why this sucks, man. I mean, you've got a guy who I'm in a similar position. He's, he's scratching, scratching and clawing one year on his deal um, to try to get rewarded, try to do the right thing, try to show up to work try to lead his team, try to get a lucrative contract, and uh, had to come out and prove it this year for him to get that type of injury. I mean, that's why I feel like Dak, I hope he gets $500 million when he comes back. He deserves it. He's a hell of a quarterback. Um, that was nothing but a routine tackle. Two competitors, he's trying to stiff army. I'm trying to tackle and punch the ball out. And when I saw it, I saw it immediately. I broke my fibula. I broke my leg two years ago, and I came back a better player. And I just wanted to wish him well. I mean, obviously, there's no... Uh, malintent there, but I, I went through a similar injury a couple years ago, and um, I just told him, "What would Kobe do?" You know, I hope he comes back. I hope he gets five hundred million. I hope he deserves it. And honestly, that was the worst thing that happened today. And I got a sick taste in my stomach for it because he was playing a hell of a game. It was a hell of a battle between us. So 
I hate to see it, but stuff like that, adversity, it makes a real one stronger. I heard he's getting surgery tonight. I asked my people to reach out so I can send him a tweet or get his phone number and wish him the best of luck. But nothing ill will on my part. Man, he's been a hell of a player. He's done a hell of a year. And I know he's going to come back even stronger. All right, there's Logan Ryan. He's not wrong. It's a tough game. He, he ain't getting $500 million, though. I love Dak, but he ain't getting 500 That something like this is going to happen. But, uh, you know, I think he said it very well. He's a battler. Dak's a battler. And, unfortunately, this is what happens when, you know, two guys are trying to make a play. He's trying to fight Ryan off, and Ryan's trying to get him to the ground. You know, that's just that's just two two really good football players going at it. Eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. Three big takeaways for this game: the Dak Prescott injury, obviously the top one. The second one, probably the fantastic play by young receivers CD Lamb, who we'll hear from coming up. But another hundred yard game for CD. Uh, a fantastic couple of catches down the stretch of this game that, that won the game for the Cowboys by Michael Gallup. I certainly thought brought us that the young receivers, the play of those young receivers, one of the biggest stories of this game, and then. Andy Dalton, you know, what do the Cowboys do now with Andy Dalton? There will be one camp of Cowboys fans that says, Tank, go for the highest possible draft pick you can get. And there will be another side that says, you can still win games. It's a very easy to win NFC East with a quarterback that's won games and weapons at receiver and a game plan that could potentially leverage his skill set. And maybe a defense is a little bit better because they're not taxed as much. You start to maybe see a path for this team being competitive this year. Maybe we recalibrate our expectations for a Super Bowl and beyond, you know, for, for an NFC Championship game and beyond. But it still seems like they got this guy as a back quarterback because they felt like he could still win them games. Absolutely. Yeah, that was that's, a plan. Uh, yeah. that's the number one reason why in my days with working with Stephen Jones and Jerry Jones, it was always about protecting yourself. Will McClay, big believers in protecting yourself. You know, if you could get the roster to where, and they've had some backup guys that haven't played worth a damn. They, they, they'll wear those. You know, there's some guys on defense that haven't played well enough, but they're getting some guys back healthy that hopefully will, will make up for that. But, yeah, if you could find a way, Kellen Moore, and he's been off to a great start calling plays with the way this offense has been, but you're now going to have to tailor things a little bit differently uh, for Andy in order, and like the caller was talking about earlier, and he's exactly about the West Coast stuff. Andy's a rhythm passer. Get the ball out quick, be accurate, let these receivers catch the ball and make plays. They're all capable of doing that. You know, it's funny how much we, we focus in on this, and obviously, you know, for good reason, but you go back and think about this game, it's like the turnovers were still there. Cowboys with two turnovers in this one, a pick six, and then a fumbled snap by Andy Dalton, probably due to not taking many snaps with Tyler Biotish. But, I mean, you had some pretty bad miscues on special teams. The Cowboys caught a couple of big-time breaks, one on a fake field goal attempt that Cam Fleming, the Cowboys' former swing tackle, was lined up incorrectly. It was called for an illegal shift that took a, a touchdown off the board. Another touchdown was taken off of the board on a penalty for, was it a hold? On the, the other pe- touchdown was taken off the board by the Giants? They had a pass interference. Yes. Well, they, had a, they had a legal pick. On one of the plays. Legal pick, that's right. I, I've never, I, I'm so surprised. Somebody from the Giants must have come up with that other than Garrett. I've never seen the Cowboys run a pick. 
I know he must have learned that from somebody. <laughs> Who in your offensive meeting rooms came yeah. up with that pick play? Somebody came up with that pick play, and it, it was actually pretty well executed, though. It's uh, but the <laughs> officials were right on top of it, though. But you tweeted yeah. during the game about Bones, the the special teams coordinator for the Cowboys. I'm a little tired of his stuff right now. A little tired. A little tired. You're in a punt safe situation. Get your eleven guys on the field. Let everybody know what you're doing. You know how many coaches do you have on the sidelines? Should never have 12, 12 men on the field penalties. Right. So they, they the Cowboys took a twelve men on the field penalty with the Giants punting to them. Yeah. That five yards that they got on that penalty allowed them to kick a field goal from fifty four, yeah. which is obviously a huge break because Graham Gano hit three from fifty plus in this game. I was I was honestly Ari, I was worried about the Giants getting in field goal range to win the game. To win the game. I really was. I, I I felt like if they got near or a little past midfield that the Cowboys were probably going to lose that football game. But the, the Cowboys defensively got to stop. But they to did. get back to they Fossil, did. you know, your job is to get 11 on there. You're in a situation where it's fourth down. You're going to go punt safe. There's no reason to have 12 men on the field. You just keep your defense out there or you substitute the one or two guys you need to. But you've got all those coaches on the sidelines don't don't let you know don't let plays like that hurt you down the stretch. Brian brought us Ari Temkin still to come. We'll hear what CeeDee Lamb had to say after this one. Another big time performance by the rookie CeeDee Lamb. Plus Mike Fisher, Cowboys Insider joins us next. Dallas Cowboys football will continue in a moment. No doubt, man. Really appreciate everybody for tuning in. All right, so it's the fourth quarter and my Lakers are up, right? Right, 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 right. <laughs> I'm not even watching the game, man. They made me mad the other night with Morris throwing the ball out of bounds and LeBron James really uh, not taking it all all the way to the rack. And uh, on top of that, uh, it's, it's a crazy situation. Lakers, uh, me rooting for the Lakers with uh, LeBron James on the team. And that's a long story uh, that I will have to talk to you guys later, maybe on the Law Nation's Lakers show. Uh, maybe I could do that one day. Uh, but neither here nor there. Um, <clears throat> it's, it's a sad situation for this team. Uh, but we got the win. We got the dub. We got the victory. Um, <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, Lakers are, are out 25. <laughs> Appreciate you, man. <laughs> Oh, my goodness, man. It's a bittersweet moment, Cowboy Nation. It's a bittersweet moment. So I guess what I would do is, is my first film session of this week would be Andy Dalton. <laughs> that would be my first film session to see uh, how, you know, he commanded of the team, what what expectations we should have out of him. His best throws, his bad throws, his, you know, okay, what's his bread and butter throws. Uh, I can tell you. That last year he had multiple pick sixes when he passed that out route. That 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 ball sometimes he put a good little air into the ball. You know when he throws the ball, he put a good little air in the ball. But sometimes it don't get to that edge quick enough, and the DB can play on that and they can pick it off. And and maybe just maybe he can look back at that and coaches can say, hey, you know we we're not gonna do those quick outs on you. No, no, no. We're not gonna do the quick outs, but we would do those those slants, those drags, maybe across the middle, like like uh, Brian Brothers was saying that he, this guy he passes with great anticipation. Good, he's a rhythm type of thrower of the ball, so he's not gonna try to ad lib or anything like that. And the safest spot for any quarterback would be inside the pocket. We did see when he was under duress. He kind of stepped up and slid in the pocket. Those are some things that I was able to see. So he slides pretty well. 
to give you guys a, a great and I'm not I'm not calling him this. So don't 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 say that. OK, I'm not calling him this. But it's kind of like when we saw the um, the Seattle Seahawks play uh, Russell Wilson, how he was the pressure was on him. And he didn't bail all the way out of the pocket. He kind of just took his time and slid out of the pocket. That's what we saw from uh, 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 Andy Dalton t- tonight. He, he kind of slid around in the pocket while the pocket collapsed. So he's not going to look to bail, basically. And um, maybe, just maybe, by his experience in the NFL, he can call out the hot reads, the zones, or what have you, and he can change up the plays at the line, and he can get the ball out quickly. That that's our only hope and our only only option, and hopefully that he built this rapport already with the, um, you know, Gallup. That seems like that's his go-to guy, right? Every quarterback out there, pretty much bread and butter guy. Hopefully, the bread and butter guy will be Gallup slash CD. Now I don't know who. Well, you know, I take that back because there was a series where he went to a uh, a uh, coop on one of those plays, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, what's up, everybody? Really appreciate you, Lance Satchel. Thank you for tuning in. Um, Dalton is set with the offense here. Uh, this is from Todd. Shout out to you, man. Uh, Hi, guy. Three says, go Eagles. Uh, let me know. Help me out, Cowboy Nation. Did the Eagles win today? Let me know if the Eagles won, won today. Let me know the score. Texaco. Let me know what happened to the Eagles today. You know, let me know. Uh, Aaron, really appreciate you for making the donation to help elevate the nation. Hopefully, the AI will pick it up and, and they will read it out. You know, um, but let me know what the score was for the Eagles. Did they play today? Did, what was the score? I'm, I'm trying. Somebody can help me out with it. You know, I was so focused on the Cowboys today, I didn't really pay attention to the Eagles. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Eagles lost. Oh, okay. Blue Silver for five hundred. <laughs> oh, they lost. With gritty inter- yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I have never got emotional over an injured player like I did Doc tonight. Mm. That's how I know he's the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, you, we get emotional over a situation, whereas you you would think that you have high hopes and and, and you know uh, I guess and high promises for someone. And and that's what happened, you know, uh, with Dak Prescott because we see the potentials and for it to be gone away. But, you know, oftentimes like this, this is when the team rally behind the, the, the second-string quarterback and they win, you know, for the number one quarterback. So hopefully, hopefully, hopefully uh, there will be a situation in a scenario where the defense know that they don't have that cushion. And they know that they got to play for this what quarterback. What a play of the game. Head on over to your hometown of Whataburger and try the patty melt. They may not have been the first. To th- hey, Whataburger's cool and all. But, and the patty melt is cool. Shout out to Whataburger. I like the, I just like that plain old bacon burger. Put a little, little, little swine on there for me. You know, but, but it is That's what it is. where <laughs> these receivers, and especially a guy like him who's just got so much body control and balance and awareness. You know, and it, it, they make it they make it look so easy, and you're sitting there thinking, it's like, oh no, that that's a catch. That's oh wait, no, that's not a no, that is a catch. You know, he, it's just <laughs> I mean, the the ability to drag it's one insane. foot while to oh, concentrate. It's insane with that the ball. Gallop. That and, the 19 yard catch he had the catch before, where he's dragging oh, he's both dragging. of his yeah. feet. That's just that's that's knowing 
where you are on the field. There's a lot of players that don't have awareness, and that's a trade. As a scout, you always evaluate that. You say, hey, does a guy have awareness? Yes, this guy has a lot of awareness. 877-881-1053. Let's hear from C.D. Lamb, the Cowboys wide receiver, the rookie in this CD. game. Another 100-yard receiving game for C.D., 8 for 124. 26-yard reception was his long of the day, but he was impressive. Um, let's hear what C.D. Lamb had to say after this one. C.D., how, how do you balance your emotions on, on seeing what happened to Dak and, and him leaving, but, but then this team being able to, to rally at the end and win this game? Yeah, uh, obviously yeah. losing Dak was probably the biggest, you know, thing that could happen to this team. But um, obviously Andy uh, was ready for the position, and uh, he took a great, you know, a great role as far as a guy leading us into this victory. And um, we trusted him all along, and we prepared for this. Uh, you, all, as, you know, as a unit and an organization, you got to always have a next man up mentality. And Andy had it this game, and uh, it brought us out of victory. Stevie, even if y'all do have Andy as your next man, did you develop the connection with Dak really quickly on a personal level? How tough is this? Uh, it's very tough. Um, just building with Dak, uh, especially with me being a rookie. Um, he was a guy that I spent the majority of my time with this offseason. And, uh, you know, he's a great guy. Um, he means well, as always. And uh, he's a great competitor. And um, with, with with us, without him right now, and, um, and for him to go through the surgery that he's about to get today, uh, I pray – and hope all is well. Um, he go through a successful surgery, well. and I uh, can't wait to see him out here on the field again. Chidi, what were the emotions on the field when Dap was down and everybody <clears throat> the car comes out? What's everybody thinking? Uh, honestly, from my perspective, uh, I saw it instantly as soon as it happened, and uh, I don't really like seeing things like that, so instantly I turned away. Uh, but I have I have nothing but love and respect for Dak. It's just I can't really you know look at stuff like that. It's just very gruesome. Um, but just for just to see him go down is 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 upsetting, bro. Um, there's no other way to put it. And CD, after your first 100 yard game, you talked to us about that moment, realizing you hit that, and hoping you'd see that one more time. Today was another day. What does it mean to be able to contribute at this level? consistently so early in your career <clears throat> that's probably been one of my biggest priority is being consistent um because that anybody can go out there and just have you know a flash game of a 100 yard game and um just for me being a huge contributor in this offense as i want to be and uh I, I took note of that uh i take my i take my my position very seriously as well as the other three the other three guys and the other 10 guys that's out there with me um we're looking to always win and uh for me, um, it's all about battle. At the end of the day, I'm looking to, to beat the guy in front of me, and that's what we did today. Yeah, that, you know, with CD, yeah. he's played in so many big games. We talk about the maturity that he's had. You know, just really not like a rookie. The way he goes about his job, the way he carries himself. You never hear about him busting on the routes or doing anything wrong. He's always in the right position. He's willing to work the middle of the field. Well, these are the reasons why he's one of the top receivers in the country. I'm, and I'm sure there's a lot of teams that are looking back on this that are watching tape, and they're going, "Man, we we missed one there. We should, you know, we should have taken an opportunity to draft a guy yeah, like 16 that." Sixteen teams passed yeah. up on C.D. Lamb. He's just he's a hell of a player, and he yeah. he proves that uh, week in and week out. And and uh, I'm just really glad that all three of the receivers have been able to contribute this year, though. Yeah, CD, his second 100-yard game, had one against the Atlanta Falcons where he went 106, but his previous games, I mean, this guy's making a difference in every game the Cowboys played. Had 5 for 59 in his first game, 6 for 106 
that second game, then 5 for 65 against the Seahawks, 5 for 79 against the Browns, and then this week 8 for 124. Let's talk with Mike Fisher, Cowboys Insider, joining us here on the Dallas Cowboys postgame show. And, and Fish, you were there. Just take us through the DAC play and the injury and sort of the fallout from that. Well, and I think CeeDee Lamb and, and his comments and then his performance, Brian brought us his comments tonight. Um, I, I think they all kind of illustrate the same thing, that we need to find a way, whether or not we're a Cowboy player or a fan or a media member or a front office person, we, you've got to compartmentalize what happens here, and you've got to find room in your head and in your heart for both, both uh, sadness and compassion because you lost your face of a franchise, and then also, okay, what are we going to do next? And I, I can make some illustrations here. I assume the Jones family is probably driving over to the Arlington Hospital, and while they're doing it, uh, one member of the Jones family is is coming up with what they're going to say to Dak, and another one is talking with Will McClay saying, okay, should we call Clayton Thorson or Cooper Rush? Because that's, that's – is Clayton Thorson – did he ever sign with the Jets? What, what did the Texans think of Cooper Rush this weekend? That's just part of the job, too. And And – Fans get to do the same thing. You get to be happy about the win uh, and sad about the loss. And then even as a media member, I mean, what I was doing at that moment, Ari, is scrambling to, to get my people's heads together. Uh, you know, do we put up a story? Do we put up a video? Do we put up a, uh, a YouTube? And do we include photographs or even uh, film of the, of the ankle? And we decided, no, let, let's leave that for somebody else. Yeah. And so – all those kind of things. You're, you're making business decisions. You're making emotional decisions. And then you're trying to figure out a way to beat Arizona next week. All those things get to happen all at the same time. Yeah, Mike. And, you know, that's – I think there's a lot of people that think that I don't have the sensitivity. I've just conditioned myself to be that way. I've conditioned myself to, to realize that, yes, it's a huge loss, but you have to move on. You know, there's, there's games to be played. You know, Dak Prescott would want his teammates to go out there and win every single game without him there. You know, he would love to be a part of that, but he's not. And so, you know, that's that's where I think that this football team needs to wrap their head around. Will McClay and the pro scouts need to sit down and they need to figure out what's the next best plan for a backup quarterback here. Right. Is it is it guys we saw in training camp, or is there somebody out there on someone's practice squad or is there somebody that's uh, that that you know we haven't thought about that we haven't worked out yet? You right. know, a veteran and, quarterback. And I'm bringing up Clayton Forrest, and not to be insensitive, but because that's obviously what I'd be doing. That that's the guy I'd be calling. Uh, he, Brian, I think people know you well enough in this community to know. Oh no, that's uh, and that's okay. I, I don't yeah. have a problem with that. Okay. I, I don't. I don't have a problem. I'm not trying to apologize for anything. You I know, know but, uh, what but I'm doing you, here, and I and and that's. To me, I'm just trying to give you a realistic idea right. of what goes on in a front office. And, you know? and again, and the same thing in a, in a, at a media outlet and the same thing for a fan. Listen, tonight, Cowboy fans are celebrating the win, mourning the loss, yeah. um, looking at their fantasy football league score, and tucking the kids in and putting them to bed. They, they, we're all multitasking, and, and the Cowboys now have to do the same thing. Kellen Moore tonight will probably go back to the office and start working on how our offense needs to look with a different quarterback. That's his job. He, he's also he's very close with Dak Prescott. He's also going to be heartbroken, but his head can't be broken. He's got work to do. Can this team win games without Dak Prescott? 
Well, I'm a fan of of what they've done going into this season with Andy Dalton. I think Andy Dalton is is the best backup quarterback in football. I think he's the best. He's one of the best bus drivers in football, starting or not. I don't think it's fair to say the Bengals were always a terrible team when he was there. They they were usually a bad organization, but they weren't always a bad team. And he helped them sometimes be pretty good. So yeah, I think you can. I think you can come up with a game plan that allows Andy Dalton to help you win. I still think, and I know the head coach has disagreed with this notion for the first month of the season. You've got to find a way to run the football, and and clock management is still important, and time of possession is still important. I know we live in a different age and a different time, but you you can't just give the ball back to the other team as quickly as you got it, or your team's going to run out of gas. Uh, in addition to the fact. That, as you guys have pointed out, you can't cough the ball up on offense, especially when your defense is this bad, because now the field is lopsided. And um, if, if that's what coach means by complimentary football and how they're not very good at it, then they better find a way to get good at it. But, yeah, Andy Dalton can, can be part of a good football team, especially in a division where, you know, who's better than Andy Dalton? Yeah, that's good. Point. No, that's that's fair. And, and, and to me, Mike, this is where the there's still questions about yeah. offensive line play. Uh, when you mentioned the running the football part of it, I don't yep. think we're I don't think we're done as far as needing adjustments on that offensive line, moving guys around to to kind of make up for the loss of Dak. But I'll also say this: your hope has to be defensively that the guys you're getting back, the Leighton Van Der Esch's and guys like that, uh, Awuzie. Will will help you uh, going forward here, and you know Jalen Smith. I think they found something for Jalen Smith. Let him play downhill. Better chance yeah. of doing that than playing side to side. I think, oh. and we talked about this all summer long that that the idea of Jalen Hill lining up on the line of scrimmage and doing something he, he's done well his whole career, college and beyond, as a as a pass rusher, is a good idea. Um, we did see we saw Anthony Brown come back. I I, I had somebody tell me that Anthony Brown had no promises and no idea how many snaps he was going to play. Uh, but, he, but he played more than a few tonight, and he played a critical one and got the defensive uh, scoop and score off the Tank Lawrence sack and strip. And, Brian, that's what you're talking about. Tank Lawrence needs to make a play. Uh, he doesn't have to make 20 of them, but he needs to make one. And, and here comes Anthony Brown, and he makes one. And Cheeto Awuzie, and he wakes one. Now, I heard Ari, you talking about next week and the possibility that Leighton Van Der Esch comes back with that collarbone, completely conceivable, and it sort of seems like that's the player's plan. But, you know, you're, you're going to ask him to chase around Kyler Murray? Good luck with that. <laughs> so here, here comes another, another test, uh, far greater than the one they face today when Arizona rolls into town on Monday. We'll be following along on Twitter at Fish Sports. Cowboys Insider Mike Fisher, always appreciate your time, Fish. Thank you. Thanks, boys. Mike Fisher joining us here on the Dallas Cowboys postgame show. Cowboys beat the Giants 37-34. Giants had scored 47 total points in four games this season. They put up 34 in the Cowboys, but certainly worth pointing out that everybody's put those... up 34 in the Cowboys <laughs> except the Rams. Actually, everybody's put up 36 and a half. They're, yeah. Their 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 season-long average went down with this 34-point output after giving up 36 and a half uh every game uh before this one. And Jason Garrett had a good game plan. I thought he did. Uh, the way that he he made he he attacked the Cowboys, they tried to get the running game going. He tried to help his quarterback a little bit. Uh, the Cowboys did a good job of getting after him, though. But uh, both I thought both coordinators had a good a good day calling plays. To be honest with you, with Brian Broadus, I am Ari Temkin. This is the Dallas Cowboys post game show. You're listening to the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. Yeah, crazy crazy stuff, Cowboy Nation. It is so. 
it's one of those things so uh let me know if you guys would like to have the uh, phone lines open uh that will be up to you all um pretty much that's probably the end of the uh interviews there and uh we can probably answer if you take a few calls so we get back with that three points and he pooch kick instead of kicking them deep and making you know baker mayfield was gonna was gonna break down under that pressure then you just give him a layup by giving the ball. That's why they took it out of his hand and gave it to Odell. You speaking a lot of sense on that now. Yeah. That's a dumb move, coaching staff. Dumb move. You got you got the timeout and then you have the two minute warning. I would kick the deep and pray to God and said, Hey, this defense finna earn it now, baby. The defense yeah, is gonna get the ball back. At least they had yeah, eighty to ninety yards. They'd have screwed yeah. Screwed it up. They'd have screwed it up. But we we let them off. Never ever heard it. Dallas. Yeah. We are the laughing stock of NFL. Maybe we deserve it. I only want to pack people in the stands and want to have games when it's a pandemic. I had people dying. Maybe maybe it's the sins of the father. <sighs> maybe we just catching out of Jerry Johnson. I don't understand it. The fans don't deserve this. We ain't never done that deserve to get treated like this. Mm. To lose four the four games, really? I'm tired of taking up for them. It's ridiculous. And you and then Mike McCarthy won't act like this is his team, but you want to have people out there playing safety in corner that can't play. That Thompson kid can't play safety, man. They finally benched him. They finally said, okay, Law, you was right. <laughs> and I hate okay. being right. I hate it. They benched him. They said, hey, here's the bench after he gave up a touchdown. And then they finally benched Terrence Steele after he gave up a sack fumble, basically. Let his guy come off. And, of course, I know it was a heavy play for him to block Miles Garrett. But everybody, mama, uncle, cousin, knew that he couldn't block Miles Garrett, right? Come yeah, on. at least hell, Zeke chipped the guy. Zeke, like, his head wasn't in the game. <laughs> yeah. Everybody else in the league is playing hard, man. And our team is out there not playing hard. You got Tyrone Crawford. Tyrone Crawford ain't made a play in 10 years. Why are we still praying? Thinking he's going to do something. Antoine Woods didn't want to be there in the first place. He just came back because he thought he could get a better contract. He couldn't get a contract nowhere else. Nobody even poked Bob at him. Smith, he blessed bless his heart. Everybody looking at him to save the team. That man ain't ready to save the team. He just got back to the league. He can't deal with that pressure. Emerson Griffin, he can't deal with that pressure. We got all them chumps over there on that defense, man. We have no, we have no explosive players on defense. The only dog we got on the defense is a rookie. Dig. We might as well scrap the rest of the team, man. And then they don't want to bring Earl Thomas. Hell, they got people over there playing for Cleveland. One of them raped a girl, beat up a girl, whatever he did. The mm. other one tried to kill somebody on the other team. And they playing like it ain't nothing. And they want to suspend Randy Gregor for sick game for smoking weed. But you got people on there trying to kill somebody and drag a woman down the hallway. Man, facts again. Yeah, Lord. And then on top of that, we're beating ourselves. Jerry Jones is supposed to be so daggone strong. You don't screw us once with that, with that giving in to everybody when you didn't draft random mouse. We'd have had three extra rings you just drafted and random mouse. We wouldn't be going through none of this trouble right now if you would have just drafted random mouse. They would have never been able to say nothing bad about the Cowboys. We wouldn't have all this negativity in Dallas with all the media wishing glad. That's why the damn stars lost, because they hate on the Cowboys so much. Yeah, I said it. They deserve to lose because they pull for their ass and they pull against the Cowboys. We don't get no positivity. How you expect the team to come out there? Y'all already saying the coach can't coach before he even started. So that's in the back of the players' mind. 
Well, why we got to listen to him? He ain't no better than Gabe. You listen to everybody on talking about he can't coach. Mm-hmm. How you going to have a team listen to a coach where everybody say the coach can't coach? McCarthy got a Super Bowl ring, but all of a sudden he can't coach. Mm-hmm. You already been saying that. McCarthy ought to be shaming himself bringing in Mike Nolan, though. He no better than that. He couldn't find somebody. Else. I really brought that down. Bounty crook, uh, Greg Williams. <laughs> At least they'd be playing for some extra money. Hey man, you're not your hog time on the ground. Hey, there's gonna be an extra five thousand. If you hit him after the play, here's another two hundred. You know. Who's <laughs> gonna get Belichick, son? He know how to coach defense. Yeah. <laughs> and you gonna bring in Mike Nolan, and then he's sitting up there. I'm like, man. But you know what? I can get mad at Mike Nolan, but he ain't got no bad idea. They can play. He ain't no bad idea with no heart. <laughs> man, you the second have person no say that. No heart on that defense at all. And Amari Cooper, I've been taking it for his ass, but what he pulled today was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Last week, I, yeah, he pulled up on the route. He flat. He, he didn't flatten his route. He rounded it. Yeah, we saw that, and it was an interception. This week, I'm sitting there. You see in the drive. All you got to do is don't let the guy get behind you. Well, the guy's already behind you, but you underneath. Play through the ball. You see the ball coming. He, he lets up. I'm just like, what is he doing? Huh? He's looking at the quarterback. And then after the guy catches the interception, he's walking. I'm like, what? Ah, Usa. You know, my psychiatrist said, hey, law, you know, you just calm down. Count to 10. You know, Usa. Let me Usa right quick. You know, you know, I got to get this psychiatrist stuff going, you know. But but that's just crazy. You know, come on now. It is, it is absolutely ridiculous to have to put up with this every year. Every I am tired year. of it. I can't do it no more. Mm. It's things like this make me wish it wasn't, you wouldn't go to hell for killing yourself. I promise you, I would kill myself. I didn't know if I had, if I knew I had to go to hell, I'd blow my brains out. <laughs> but don't, but don't, yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna do it because I'm going to hell. I don't want to go to hell. You don't want to go there, yeah. I ain't trying to get double. Yeah, yeah, because this is right now. A Cowboys fan, hell has got to be better than being a Cowboys fan. Yeah. Shit, don't yeah. make any sense, man. This is sad. If I don't go out and make some trade this week and sign some players, I'm through. I'm going to switch my day. I'm going to start being a Kansas City Chief fan. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Don't do that. That, that. that red and all of that orange will look nasty on you, man. Don't ever do that, man. I'm going I'm I'm to stay. What, what are they giving me back? Man. I've been a little Cowboy fan my whole life ever since I was a child. Uh-huh. They fired my coach. Landry, yeah. Between him, they get rid of Jimmy. Then we've been jinxed ever since. You bring in Quincy Carter, you treat him like dirt. It's been 15 years since Quincy left. It's a 17 year curse because he's born number 17. You drafted Quincy. You said Quincy was born on your birthday. Then you get down there and then you let them people treat him like shit. Mm. Quincy would have played better than, 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 than he had more hard leaf rascals out there. Mm. Yeah. It's, this is sad, though. You know. We didn't have a safety that Darren Wilson left. We ain't had a corner since Dion left. Yeah. We ain't had a real defensive tackle since Leon left left. We ain't had a real defensive end since Charles Haley. The Marcus Lawrence and Marcus Ware ain't done shit. They never made a play at the end of the game. The only linebacker that we ever had made a play at the end of the game since the championship year is one person that y'all, and they dogged him out, Rolando McClain. Rolando McClain is the only player that we had that ended the game with interceptions or tackles. When he was drafted by the Raiders. And then you ran him out because you didn't want to treat him right. You want to try to make him play on a one-year contract while you're giving scrubs like Tyrone Crawford deals. They ain't never produced shit on the field. Mm. 
Yeah. Why don't he fight somebody like he did down there? Down there, we too damn nice. Man, you the second person said that, man. We nice, man. We are a nice team. Every player's about the field, smiling and laughing, shaking folks' hands. I ain't shaking nobody's hand. I kick my ass, man. I'm fighting. We we don't want those guys on the team, though. You we know, don't need them pussies on the team, man. Yeah, yeah. Are they trying to sacrifice? Are they trying to? Uh, am, I, am I on the team trying to get back at them for getting rid of Garrett? The Garrett got that much hold on us. He talking to these guys and texting them for the game. Make sure y'all play fucked up today to get back at Jerry and get rid of it. Mm. Make sure you follow that ball today. Everybody want to talk about it. I'm crazy talking about McCarthy. Hell, they don't look like, like me sabotaging it. Ain't mm. no way you're going to come out and have a team play this bad. I don't care if it is your first year. Yeah. Something ain't working. He don't play against the Cowboys. He know them players suck. Yeah. It's, it's sad, man. You do this. You come out and beat us the same way everybody else is beating us. And don't act like you're surprised. That's sorry, Jalen Smith, man. He screwed himself when he when he threw his teammates under the bus last year. Talking about I don't know who they agents are. Wow. And their equity, grand <laughs> equity. He screwed his own self. Yeah, yeah. He threw all that bad karma on himself. Jesse Holly said that uh, Jalen is more worried about branding than playing. You know, that's Jesse Holly. You know, he is. Yeah, he still. Trying to get up and make moves and, and do shit when he's making plays. Let's sit your ass down. Somebody. All he had to do on that uh, two point conversion when they blocked the kick is just fall on it, you know. Fall on he the had ball. To fall on it. Just get away from the ball, man. Or get you away from it. Run yeah. That back, fool. He too bad thinking about his own highlights. We should yeah. never been in that predicament in first place because Foster should never push kick that ball down there. My goodness, man. We beat ourselves again. Come all the way back, had a chance, had them clowns down three. They had all that doubt in their mm. head. And you're going to turn around and push kick it to the 50. July, you know, Rex Ryan, I can't stand him. But he said on ESPN, want all the attention fossil. Mm. We got to stop hiring coaches that want to be head coaches. Yeah, a lot of people saying the caller is speaking facts, man. A lot of people love your passion right now, man. You you giving life to those that's sitting on the edge. Uh, but but in closing, man, what else you got for this team, man? What else you got for you know for for to give man, I, us I something? Used to be like this, man. I used to say, man, it, maybe it's just our time, man. You know what I'm saying? We had so many years of winning and doing good. You know, winning Super Bowls and going to the playoffs. You know, maybe that was it. That was it. You know. Those five was all we got. I mean, if if it's going to be like that and the team not going to play, if it's not going to get no better, it just dissolve the franchise. Just let Cowboy Nation just let us just down. We ain't got to watch them on ESPN. I'm sorry, I ain't trying to put you out no work, but you can rename your show to the new thing, whatever they want to name it. And just Mm -hmm. let us go, man. I don't need this. I can't be going to – I get sick of feeling sick from, from August to January every year. I'm tired of being miserable. Yeah, I am so tired of being miserable. And I can't stop watching the damn football team. I'm too connected to it. I'm, I'm not a quitter, but I'm just sick of it. Yeah, yeah. You can't even watch TV, man. You can't go nowhere. My own damn family come over here laughing at me because the Cowboy lost it. I started taking blood and that shit tomorrow. I didn't want to go to jail. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because everybody calls when we lose, man. When the game over with. Yeah. Fuck it with me. You know what I'm saying? 
a lot of people passionate man they said man where they can find you man uh, a lot of people saying where your youtube channel is, what you're doing because they want to follow you right now could you giving them people like what they want man I, I think that we're so tired of the lip services from the joneses the joneses really derailed this this franchise although they got three super bowls out of it but i remember the day he fired tom landry it was the end of the world for us but a lot of people fail to realize People like us, we was fans before Jerry Jones bought the team. Now, I can sit back and look at it and say, yeah, Jimmy Johnson, he brought in new life. But the collective feeling of it never felt right with most fans that was around during that time. But a lot of yeah, people would look good. at the 90s and say, yeah. I feel good about it. When, when Jimmy left, and I knew, I knew what kind of coach Barry was. I knew what kind of man Barry was. I knew he wasn't going to let us down. Mm-hmm. They let Barry down with the, with all them cocksucking coaches that was after his job. That's why the, that's why the team fell apart. Mm. Everybody thought they should be the next head coach. Yeah, yeah. Juan Stead and all of them. Yeah. You let Troy Aikman run him off because he wanted to run the auction play. What the league is doing now, Chad Gaines tried to do that, but Troy Aikman. Everybody yeah. want to talk about, well, Troy this, Troy that. Troy never won shit without Mike. Mm. When Mike left, that was in the Troy Aikman. So who made who? Yeah. And Troy was such a great quarterback. I love the devil. But damn, bro, you didn't give a three. You could never win a game by yourself. You were no damn Joe Montana. Mm. You you couldn't throw a wet ball. Everything had to be perfect. Mm. Get your head out your ass, man. You took as much of a problem as anybody else did because you ran off a coach that could have maybe got us another ring. Mm. And all that dirt we'd have done to people, man. Maybe that's why we losing. To yeah. Jimmy Johnson, to Tom Landry, to Chan Gated, to Barry Swisser, to Quincy Cotton. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Sacrificing lambs. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And Parcel didn't do nothing. Parcel carried the Dallas to get out of debt. Yeah. He just like uh, McCarthy. He came there so he could slide out to his next job. They don't <laughs> care about us. <laughs> yeah. This, this, uh, this is facts right here, man. Uh, oh, my goodness. Well... Yeah, if y'all want to follow me, you can follow me on my Twitter at Cowboy Computer. Instagram, okay. Computer Man, M-A-N-E. Uh-huh. And Computer Cowboy TV on YouTube. I don't got no channel. Now, if you want to listen, just make sure y'all keep following along. I'll be popping in right here with my boy. Appreciate he you. He's the guru. He oh, my goodness. He needs to be coaching Cowboy. Maybe we can get some shit going. <laughs> and let me play Michael Corleone. Go ahead and take out everybody that needs to be taken out. Most certainly, fam, man. Appreciate you, bro. Keep keep spitting the truth, man. Really appreciate you, bro. <laughs> yeah, man, because, you know, Cowboys Nation, man, y'all don't give up, man. But, you uh, know, I don't know what we're going to do. Yeah. If y'all can't send Jerry Jones an email and tell his ass he better sign Earl Thomas ASAP. Hmm. They better mm. go out and trade for a right tackle. Yeah. Phew. And also, he better bring in Capo ass. Capo ain't doing shit. <laughs> Let him come in and coach the defense. <laughs> A I guarantee, game. I guarantee they'll play better. <laughs> the corners and safeties won't be good. But Capo used to have, I tell you one thing, people talk about the Cowboys all they want to, but when Capo coached that team, our defense, our offense was screwed up. At he that time, yeah. He a lot of points on us. We might have went 5-11, 5-11. But that man coached defense. We wasn't looking he like this. He coached coach defense. We he wasn't looking like this. Yeah. All right, computer man. Love you, man. Really appreciate you calling in. I'll see y'all later, man. Don't have no heart attack there, man. I love everybody. <laughs> All right, bro. Salute. Keep your mask on, man. I don't know what we're going to do. <laughs> right. Hopefully, the Eagles will lose tonight and we'll have one more shot. Right, because they talking mad cash money. They saying fly, Eagles fly, so I can't wait till they drop that egg tonight, you know? <laughs> Let's yeah. go. All right, bet. Peace.
Man, that was a good, passionate call by my dog, Computer Man. Uh, always, always bringing in a passion, man. And, you know, it, it's one of those things where I would say to you all that, you know, um, let me put my phone back down. For those who call in, the reason why they call in, they got my personal number, so they call my personal number. I don't got my phone on block right now. So it, it's one of those things, Cowboy Nation. It is flat out one of those things. <sighs> oh, I, I'm a sore loser. I hate losing. I, I promise you, I cannot stand losing. Let me put the crow back up there because they said pass the crow around. I hate losing. Get back, Jones. I hate it with a passion. You know, I don't I don't know. I, look, when, when we lose, I don't even know if I can even watch the Eagles play tonight because I don't watch. I don't turn on no TV. Hear me out. I don't turn on no TV. I don't. I, I literally normally turn my phone off, you know. But I'm a. I just. I'm a sore loser. I. I, I can't stand losing, and especially if we lose in the fashion that we're losing. Like it would be a different story if it was like twelve to thirteen, a battled game. Defense was doing all they can. Fumbles takeaways on both sides of the ball. But when it's something like when you put forty points. 49 my little brother would tell you oh that ain't happening i literally when we grew up and we playing madden i made sure i made sure i relish i relish the fact that i can shut you down i relish the fact that even when we playing sports outside of football if it's basketball i'm making sure that the opposition the person i'm guarding the person i'm guarding the person i'm guarding it's going to be your lowest sport. It's going to be your lowest score game. You're not finna score on me. That's just my mentality. That's the way I break it down. You're not finna. I'm finna lock you down, baby. And I'm coming at you 1,000%. And it is no slowing down. Even when we playing dominoes, the person that's behind me, they ain't winning. They ain't, they, I for damn sure they ain't winning. I can have 25 points in my hand, but I can count them bones. And I sit there and say, I'll take the five. I'll take the five. I know for sure if I'm losing, I'm going out with the fight. Look, they finna, they finna win. The person, <laughs> they're like, dog, 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 why I can't, why I can't score, man? You got the glove over there on them bones. Well, I might, I might not win, but dog, you ain't finna win. <laughs> we both finna lose. We both finna get up. Especially, is it four, is it four people playing the bones, right? If I ain't starting off winning, well, hey. Us two finna get up, dog, because I ain't finna let you score. Oh man, what? Nah, dog, I ain't finna let you score. <laughs> hey man, why why you didn't why you didn't get that money right there, man? You had the money. Why you didn't take the fifteen? Nah, dog, because you gonna win. You finna score twenty five. I'm finna I'm finna I'm finna I'm finna block I'm finna block the board up, baby. I'm finna lock the board up. Nah, dog, you playing some man? You playing that mean bone? That's just that's just how it gonna go. Both of us gonna be in the losing house. We finna get up off the table, bruh. <laughs> that's real deal. <laughs> hey, hey, let me know if y'all play bone like that, man. Law, man, they, they be sitting down when we getting ready to play, man. And look, nah, I ain't finna get by. Nah, I ain't finna get with him, man. Let me try to sit. They already trying to orchestrate because Law plays stingy. He's making sure that his guy is not gonna win. You know, that's my objective. <laughs> this defense need to play that way. They need to sit there and say, okay, Odell, you got that first touchdown. You played around and you jumped around. Next time you, next time we're on a running ball, next time we're running the ball, I'm punching. Punching the guts. 
I'm squeezing. I'm doing everything. I'm talking about your mama. I'm talking about your daddy. I'm talking about how you, your hair look like Roman noodles. I'm talking about everything. I'm, I'm, I'm hitting below the belt. I'm winning this game, even if I have to put you out mentally. That's how this team needs to play, regardless of the situation. Let me know if y'all feeling the same way. It's just too nice. It's look like they are more of the fans of the game than, 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 uh, than we are, right? The, the players, they watching Odell like, oh, let's push him. Let's see what type of touchdown celebratory dance that he's going to do when he get into the end zone. <sighs> I hate losing. I, I do. I refuse to lose. I refuse to lose. Let's see if they still got this thing up. Again, the defense is what it is, but the question is, what can you do to fix it? 877-881-1053. You can say, oh, we can fire Mike Nolan, but then who are you replace him with? Oh, we could get re- – We're still in you, st- you look at the personnel. You can yeah. hope that uh, Leighton Vander Esch gets healthier. I said this yesterday because Kevin – um, Kevin sounded like Chris Arnold. So their the, the other show is off. Uh, so what I'll do is, uh, for time's sake, because I know my better half is going to be like, where in the hell you at? You lock yourself in this room. Uh, Lord, we got a problem, James Nooks. Yes, yes, indeed. Uh, the phone lines are open, 682-214-4087. Now, when you call in, you only got a minute. So let's get this thing going. 908. You're hey, live. Uh, hey, Law, I don't know if you remember me. This uh, Big Pain coming in the head, man. He's big Pain. I remember you, fam. Talk to me. You're, you're an Eagles fan, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. So talk to me. Now, I'm saying, you know, usually I come in here, you know, trying to bash y'all. But this, here's the thing, man. I'm saying, I ain't, my thing with the Cowboys right now, because, you know, we got our game coming up. And, you know, we ain't doing too good right now. So I don't mm-hmm. even want to jinx or talking too much trash right now. But, uh, <laughs> My thing is this, man. The Dallas Cowboys, man. It's a lot of uh, politicking going on in y'all in y'all team right now, man. Like, mm-hmm. my thing is this: y'all got all this offense and no defense. You know what I'm saying? And that's and it's the same thing as people talk about a lot of teams. The quarterback, you know, Dak Prescott, whatever the case may be, you know, whether I call him trash, whatever the case may be, y'all gave up 49 points, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't know who y'all about to stop at that defense. And at the end of the day, y'all own have been there this whole time. Whoever quarterback that was there, whether it was whether it was Tony Romo or Dak Prescott or whoever, y'all own have been there this whole time. Man, y'all don't got no defense, and that's his fault. And there's no way that you got Zeke and Dak Prescott through the ball about 55 times. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how that recipe is going to win. Any games now coming from an Eagles fan that we threw the ball 47 times. So I'm speaking mm-hmm. from where well, I think our whole division, we, if we play like this, Eagles or the Cowboys, the Redskins going to win this division, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right. <laughs> right, right, right. And, and remember, I think you called during the offseason, and uh, I was talking about the way and the nature that the Eagles won the Super Bowl. It was not for the fly Eagles fly. It was more so by the running back by committee. Y'all had three running backs that were running the rock, as well as your defense. You had an opportunistic type of defense that also you guys made plays on the ball and you had made trans uh, I guess you know some movement acquisitions during the offseason to get some guys right remember that in 2017 Mm -hmm. guess what that was guess what it was big pain good old-fashioned football good old-fashioned football dominate the trenches and you see how it, it is not – and it's not the fact that – and I know I'm giving you extra minutes here, but it's not the fact that Carson Wilson, Wilson can't. It's the fact that you want to minimize it, right? 
You know, you want to minimize yeah. it for him. Same thing with Dak Prescott. It's not the fact that he can't, but you want to minimize it for him. But the way you do that is through the trench warfare. Yeah, man. And and my thing is, you know, it's you're supposed to with this old with, with both our old lines, the Eagles and the Cowboys old line is two most overrated offensive lines in the NFL right now. At the end of yeah. the day, they're gonna say, Well, those two quarterbacks got old line. Well, my thing is this. It's either it's one one of the two, man. You know, Zeke don't look as good as he used to, man. So that old line used to be good. It's not mm-hmm. the same no more. It's old. It's banged up. Y'all need – the only way I'm going to beat these teams like the Browns, only way I'm going to beat teams like the Chiefs or whatever y'all – the Ravens, y'all going to have to stop the run and y'all going to have to run the ball. And, and throwing the ball 59 times only going to put your defense out there even more. That's how y'all going to keep losing. That's how we're going to keep losing if we lose today because we're going to have to run the ball and stop the 49ers run. That's where it's going to have to start at. <laughs> you fit, you fit to see tonight, you fit to see old-fashioned football. And that's one thing yeah. that I will champion uh, uh, the Shanahan uh, clan there is the old-fashioned football. I love it. Ground and pound. Put your quarterback in good, favorable situations, and you will see how that come out from there. But uh, I got other callers that's trying to call in. What's your what's your parting words, man? What do you want from your parting words, man? You know what I'm saying? My parting words is, you know, I love the turmoil in Dallas, man. You come <laughs> out with the win. You know, it's <laughs> – you know, five is fly, man. We're going to win the division, man. We're going to win like like nine, like eight games to win the division because it seemed like nobody else won it, man. All I can say is keep that same energy, fam. But appreciate you for calling in, <laughs> Big Pay. Keep that energy, though, because I can't wait to see y'all. All right. All right, bro. Good call. All right. <laughs> Yeah, 908 Big Pain, man. Uh, Eagles fan, one of the good supporters of this channel, believe it or not. Uh, but appreciate him for calling in. 682 uh, You got a minute when you call in. I just gave him some extra time. He, he called in normally, and, and he's objective with his thoughts, believe it or not, from an Eagles fan. 469, speak your mind. <laughs> that even rhymes. Come on, man. Come on with it. Hey, hey La. Talk to you. Talk to me, fam. What? What the hell, man? I'm like at a loss for words. Hold up, like, for real. Like, mm-hmm. come on. Like the Browns, man. The Browns. The you Browns. Know, interception call on Baker Mayfield. Not even having to do shit, and we they, and we still lost. Like, yeah. come on. Like, it's just disappointing. D. Law, where the fuck have you been? Like, sorry. Mm-hmm. Like, Jason mm-hmm. Smith, where have you been? Like, come on. We paid y'all this amount of money to be impact players on our team. And y'all have showed otherwise that y'all are not. Mm-hmm. And it's disappointing because I was campaigning for D-Law to be like a top pass rusher in the league. Or I thought yeah. so. But this first week, couple weeks, I've been ass. Like, come on. Man, it, it, it's like, sad. It is embarrassing. It, yeah. It, it's sad and embarrassing all at once, man. It is. And Cowboys fans, y'all need to like literally lay off the head on that because he is the reason why we are one and three right now. We should be really on four. He really is. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, if our defense was playing better, he would be an MVP candidate with yeah. with these numbers he's putting up right now. I guarantee you, if we had a way record, he would be an MVP candidate. But no, it's because he doesn't have the defense that was would not get get them off the field. Mm-hmm. Man, I mean, you speaking truth right like, here. I don't know why our Oh, our own Jerry Jones or Steven Jones running our offense at this point won't go out and get somebody to get the better talent. 
Because it's clear that we don't have the talent to compete with these we better don't. teams. We don't, man. Like, I, we, we need a snack. We need an Earl Thomas. It's just, I don't understand. It's like years, every, it's like every year we go through something. Every year. Not not some years. Every year is something dealing with these Cowboys on the way in the fashion we play this game. It, it could be like one year we would look at it and say, yeah, the offensive line is great, right? Then the offensive mm-hmm. line great. The defensive line is horrible. So we, we going through those rigmaroles of – I can't draw. I'm trying to uh, talk to you at the same time, move this uh, phone. Let me put the phone line somewhere over here. Just, just go ahead and give me your thoughts, man, while I'm moving this phone line. I'm trying to build a plane while it's in there. I'm trying to do some Dallas Cowboys stuff right quick. <laughs> but talk to everybody. Like it's just, I just don't, I just like like every year it's something else. Like I like I agree with the last fellow with this. I like we shouldn't have to do, go through this. Mm-hmm. Like why can't we be like other teams that actually want to invest in their teams on both sides of the ball? Mm-hmm. Like for years, like we have not had a good defense since the nineties. Like I'm being for real. Yeah. Like yeah. I got, and I don't know why we are so something to invest on that side of the ball with really. since then. Like like it just doesn't make any sense to me. And it just bothers me that like the fans are even just are are trashing our quarterback when really he hasn't had a, had a fair chance. Like, name a quarterback that, is, that can throw for five hundred yards and and have this type of defense. I don't even know. To be I mean, think Patrick you. Mahomes can can build this team if he has a defense like this. Yeah. That's the. And and I'm and I'm not, and I hate to say this, but if this keeps going like the way it is, which God forbid it doesn't, we could be looking to get a new quarterback this year. Because I don't think for what for what he's doing, if I was him, I would low key be like, you know, like why do I gotta put up with this these fans? They're gonna continue to trash me when I still and I don't even have the opportunity to even show them what I got. When I have to, every time I have to come back playing from behind. Now, granted, he has made some mistakes here with the photos and stuff, but come on, like. At least give him an opportunity to where he can hold the lead. Yeah. You're right, man. You're right. <laughs> All right, man. So, I mean, that's a good call, man, from you, uh, Antoine. We just got to figure this thing out, man, down the line. I, I know. I know it just don't look good. The only good thing about it is that we are in the NFC East. It is only four games in. Yeah, we got a, 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 a month thing. out the way for Cowboys football. Now we got to approach this month although it's october kind of staggered but you got we got four games within this uh this frame this frame right here and we got to show people that this team is really really about it so we'll find out maybe maybe just maybe randy gregory is that catalyst you know <laughs> I, I, I think he is i i, yeah. I think he he has yeah i think he is. Like we just need any parting words antoine all i gotta say is look i'm not Totally giving up yet. Like I said, it is. Mm-hmm. We are done to the first quarter of the season. There's still plenty more games to go. Mm-hmm. I do have faith that we will probably get it together because I do trust this coaching staff more than I did our last staff. Mm-hmm. But literally, I think we just really need to invest in looking into getting some better talent at mainly the, our front front seven, all three levels of the defense, our linebackers and our DBs. Because it's, like, it's clearly that we don't have the talent to compete with these better DBs. With teams like, like, we have, we faced the Ravens this year. Mm-hmm. If you think if we couldn't beat the Browns, what makes you think we're gonna beat the Ravens or uh, Pittsburgh or like with the run with, with the stuff that they're having? No doubt, man. We just need to invest in our defense. Just... No doubt, man. Really appreciate you for calling in, Antoine. Salute, bro. Always, always. 
That's a good call from a man. All right, so rapid fire right now. All right, so I got the phone line. If you look down where the bird is at, if you heard bird is word, right? 682-214-4087. Let me know if you guys can see it. It's right there where the bird at. 202. Speak your mind, heart, and soul. Talk to me. Yo. Talk to me, man. You live. Hey, what's up, Law? This is Jay Law. Shut up. Hey, man, I I was calling them because, like, um, I, I've been watching the games, bro, and, like, what's mm-hmm. the, the problem I see is it's not everybody's always trying to blame um, Dak Prescott, but what they don't look at is, is the direction of what is coming from the defense and from the, the front office. Like, they 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 addressing all these problems, but they're not doing anything about the defense. When they went to go put um, Crawford, when they went to go redo, redo his contract, they put this man for a big contract, but they ain't doing nothing for years. Yeah. They haven't addressed the defense for years, and then this is this is the stuff that we're looking at right now. And often, you know, it's it's just so many things going on that they just don't know. It, it seems like they don't have any direction. They don't. Yeah. Defense is a a major issue there Uh, because you got to find a way to stop the bleeding. I I know that, hey, Dak Prescott, he can't take that fumble there, right? You know, even though the other guy getting beat. Ezekiel got to be cognitive of the ball. We paying him ninety million dollars not to play around with the football, right? So those two situations, they scored off of that. That's fourteen easy points for the Cleveland Brown. Yes, we can say that, but we got to understand that we got to start playing keep away, and we can't give them short areas of the field. That that uh, mid onside kick never was not onside kick, but was onside kick. Whatever it was, we can't do that because the defense. If you give the the opponents, the opposition, the ball at the 50, they scoring. It's nothing exactly. about this defense that would tell anybody in this world that they are not going to be able to score when they get the ball on their side of the 50, whether it be a field goal or seven. So that's just what it looks like right now. Yeah, and I, I think the only way that they can truly fix this problem, they, they're going to have to pick up Earl Thomas, but along with that, they're going to have to start doing the run game more because – the, this defense is just taking too much, you know. Mm-hmm. Throwing the ball and going up and down the field is nice and all, but if you if you set the tone on the running game, that gives your defense enough time to recover and to re- recuperate. No doubt. Um, mm-hmm. the, the the hole the hole in the defense is very is very big, but it can be it can be fixed very easily. But it's it's just a matter of whether whether or not they have they have that mentality or the humility to realize that man we suck we need to run the ball like, yeah, yeah we can throw it but but we we just gotta have a better balance. And let me say now, this too. Let me say it. this too about the Earl Thomas before I let you go. Here, here's the situation. I want him on this team, but the problem is now we are already four games in, and you can't rush him out there because he got to go through pro, uh, I guess pro protocol as far as COVID, and then on top of that, with older players. You got to really slowly get them in so he can't get 60 snaps. He can't get 30 snaps. He can't get 15 snaps because what the time the time you should have brought Earl Thomas in was during the off season so he can get acclimated and get everything in order because he's an older player at this point. So now what Cowboy is going to do is try to hurry up and put this thing out there for Earl. And then that's when you get the soft tissue issues or that's when you get the sloppiness because he have not been playing out there. And we're saying and then. And then a third of the uh, Cowboys fan base was saying, see, see, he ain't ready, law. And then we hear all of the <laughs> stuff. Like, you know how that goes, right? 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jay. So, so uh, that's I, all I, I, I say I that. just wanted to throw one, one thing out there long before I go. Um, remember Peyton Manning? Mm-hmm. All those years that, that he put up five, five, um, 5,000 yards? Mm-hmm. That's what Zeke is doing right now. Zeke, um, that's what Dak is doing right now. But that year that he got the defense, he won a Super Bowl. Oh, that's yeah. all I got to say, bro. Oh, that's some good stuff, man. Appreciate you, fam. Salute, bro. That's a good call from the 202, man. Uh, 682-214-4087. This is also a text line. So when you call, there's no hold in queue. So that's just what I got right now. This is all I can deal with, you know. So when you call in, just uh, if you get a busy signal, that's because somebody else is on. Uh, 559, speak your mind. Yo, what's up? Talk to me, man. You're live on The Nation. Hey, man. You know, you know what my biggest thing is, Matt? My biggest thing is our defense. Like, uh, Mike Mike Nolan is starting four, and our DBs are like nine yards nine yards off the ball, man. Mm-hmm. And it, it drives me crazy every freaking play. Mm-hmm. Every time on third and short, we're like a first down off the line. It's crazy. It drives me insane, man. I don't know. How, I don't know if I'm the only one that sees it or. Well, what? What's going on with that? Well, well, my thing is when, when it's third and six to third and four, and you plan, you giving them an underneath. Then there, there's so many route concepts that you can run: quick outs, your 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 seam, your comeback, your hooks, your middle hook, your deep hook. That's what you could do in those type of situations, and especially it's a timing type of throw. And the best thing to do, especially when it's third and four, or if it's third and six, is to man that thing up. Make sure if it's a guy that's dragging across the middle, that's when you want to get your guy underneath because it's going to be a quick play. It's not going to be a play where you count uh, to 10 Mississippi. So the Cowboys, they got caught sleeping on defense once again on on defense when it was third and six or third and ten or even third and four playing and giving them underneath and i just don't like that defense i, I will man it up send pressure send blitz and if they beat me uh on a, a, a double move deep play or something like that then they won you know but that's that that yeah. is also a telltale sign that you don't trust your safeties over the top too and uh I was gonna say too another thing, man. I don't know if it's just me, but it feels like like we were losing Michael Gallup. Like we're forgetting about him. Now, I think he only had like four targets today. Like, yeah, dude, this, this guy's a he's a beast, man. I, at times, I think he is the best receiver on our team. Yeah, I, I, I think like that that, that Gallup. Yeah, Gallup never would quit on his route. I think Gallup is, is the guy at the top of his route is more aggressive than Amari Cooper, even more aggressive than C.D. Lamb. But C.D. Lamb is still learning. I think that he had a hell of a game today with the two touchdowns. But yeah. uh, the, the opportunities that Gallup get, if you look at his game and, st- and skill set of play, he takes those uh, th- those deeper routes, the nine, the, the, the uh, slow goals or what have you, uh, the deep hooks or what have you, the deep comeback routes. So you don't see Cooper doing much in the majority of those plays. You see Cooper doing the slants. If I'm coach and I'm telling the offense now, I don't trust I don't trust Amari Cooper no more. I, I just don't trust him. I, I I would look at it and say, yes, he's a dog on his team as it relates to yeah, production-wise, but as far as in the pinch, I don't trust. I wouldn't trust him. If I'm Dak Prescott, I wouldn't go back to him no more on third downs, no more on fourth downs, especially if it's relating to a slant play. Uh, I, I kind of feel like he brought that, that Raider mentality to the Cowboys. Now we're we're down by <laughs> ten, and he and you look at him on the sideline, and his head's down, he's sad, soaking. Oh, man, yeah, this shit it drives yeah. me crazy. 
Yeah, it's crazy, man. Good call, man. I really appreciate you for calling in, fam. I right, appreciate it, Law Nation. Shoot, Luke. Five five nine. That was a good call from a man. Um, <clears throat> that's just what it is. I, I, when I look at those, it's just the fundamentals of football is what we're having issues with. All right, so let's, let's get three six one. Talk to me. Talk to me. You're live on the nation. Hello. Yes, yes, indeed, man. Three six one. You're live. What's going on, buddy? Talk to me, man. You got a minute? Yeah, I know. Um, just uh, reflecting on the game and past games, uh, you know, what do you think's wrong with this team, man? I just been a fan since like '84, mm-hmm. and it just, uh, it's just aggravating to see the the defense, like Lawrence getting paid all that money. You know, mm-hmm. Smith can't blame him for doing what he's doing. He's just five years out of the game, and uh, you know, the corners just feels like they're not aggressive. Safeties look like they heads are somewhere else, you know, and Especially that scramble play with uh, Odell. I mean, where's that nickel? I mean, you see all the flow to the left. I mean, who's supposed to be eyeing Odell, you know? It just yeah. seems like they're, you know, lost. And Mike Dolan's up there just, you know, just looking down. You know, just talking yeah. to no adjustments. Yeah, they need to have better flow to the ball. I can say that and admit to that. Uh, the defense look like they're a shell of themselves at times. They don't look like they know what they're doing. And on top of that, when we think about uh, all the things that you're mentioning, I don't think that they're still playing complementary football as it relates to the guys that's out on the field. I don't think that when uh, the communication is there as far as the uh, the defensive back saying, okay, I'm going to press, I'm going to jam, make sure you slide a little bit closer to the hash mark on this because because we got leverage on the field because they got like they got guys lining up way on the far on the far uh, right side of the field and we only got one yeah. on this side so there's not a lot of complimentary football that's going on right now and we're playing too soft we're playing too soft as it relates to defense and we're not making plays what else you got for the uh, show and and that and the, that D line it's just I, I just I don't see no explosion I see them just roller skating all over the field and it's mm-hmm. like. When you're gonna man up and just bust through that hole or keep your gap contained, like it's just on the zone, like against the Rams. Mm-hmm. I feel like when the when a team takes us on a zone, we follow that zone. It's like if you just stay in your gap, I feel like you can get a little bit of penetration. Mm-hmm. Why follow the 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 why follow the O line where they want to take you? And then you know, I just I'm like, this is like high school high school play. Like the, you you go this way, why are you following this? Way? And then they got the gap. And then the linebackers can't because the trash is coming off the linebackers, so they're they're stuck in the trash. They can't make a play. Yes, indeed. Like, yes, you know? indeed, man. You're it's speaking crazy. truth, man. I really appreciate you. Thank you so much for calling in, fam. Yes, sir. No problem. Salute. Three six one, great call, fantastic call. Yeah, if you look at that first touchdown play, you see that Darian Thompson he played and leveraged himself too far inside. Remember, he they they playing a too too deep safety concept. Four three four, what's new? Oh my goodness, long, oh, long, long. <laughs> help, help me out, brother. Uh, coach, man. Uh, you saw the first touchdown, right? You know. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now yeah. you saw the play before that. They, they did a play. They did. They did the run. It was a big gash run to the side. Uh, 
So I said, oh, yeah. okay, they're going to play action off of that. And they went to the right. play action off of that. And they bit the safety being too aggressive. He he cheated too right. close into the inside. And they showed the all-22. Right. So I, I don't want to hear people say, wait till the all-22. They showed the all-22. And right. Darian Thompson, he was fi- he found himself too close inside. All he had to do was pay his responsibility. Coach, what would you be yelling at Darian Thompson off of that touchdown? Well, first off, first off, I wouldn't be telling him nothing since week two because he wouldn't been on the team. I can tell you straight up. You listen to me now, okay? Yeah, I'm seeing too many guys. That we we can say it till we're blue in the face, but I remember having the same conversation with you last year about Hart. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I, I I had the conversation with you about a coach. We got a new coach, right? Mm-hmm. But see, I think some. I know a little bit about the Bible, and I remember the children of Israel, right? Mm-hmm. They got the children out of Israel, right? They get they, the children of Israel. Got Israel. They got them out of Egypt, right? Right. But when they got out of Egypt, they got into the to the to the no man's land, right? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, they wanted to go right back to where they were, right? It right. was better the way we had it before, right? Yeah. And I'm gonna tell you straight up. A lot of these players are bringing that Garrett mentality into this new era, okay? Mm-hmm. Some movement has got to happen. Some shifting's got to happen. I'll tell you this. So let me give you a real quick. I know you ain't got a long law, but I'll tell you this. Uh, I was a car salesman at one point in my life, right? Not mm-hmm. proud of it, but it happened, okay? I was the best car salesman they had. But you know what they did? 90 days into it. They fired me, and they fired the lowest guy on the totem pole. And I asked the man to, when, I, when he called me to the office and said, I said, I've sold more cars than anybody. I'm in double digits. He said, yeah. He said, when I want to shake things up, I get rid of the best and I get rid of the worst. He said, I want nobody to feel comfortable in here. That's what that man told me. That's exactly what he told me, Law. And I'll never forget that conversation. Do I think he was right? No. But I'll tell you this. His concept was spot on. And we're on the Cowboys team right now. They have no worries about what they're doing. You, anybody can say what they want to. Go back to week seven when it started happening where Amari Cooper started disappearing. I don't care if he has 300 yards. It's the plays that he takes off that we cannot afford to have right now Law, You watch back on this game, you will see time and time again. And I hope I bring it to your attention just like a defensive lineman will look at the referee and say, hey, look, he hold me, he hold me, cuz. You got to call it. And that's playing gone. You know why? Because I'm going to bring it to your attention, Law. You watch this man next week. On a third and seven, a third and crucial, he will tap his helmet and he will come out. It has happened time and time again. Gallup don't want to come off the field, but Cooper is forever trying to get off the field. Now, you explain that to me. Mm-hmm. You explain it to me, Lord. I know you've seen it. You're trying, you're trying to yeah. be nice about it. But, yeah. Lord, I'm telling you, you can't have a coach's eye without seeing that stuff, man. People want to jump all over me because I said something about Dak last week. But mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you straight up, like I mentioned in the text message, if Amari tries to come back for the ball, that's not an interception. It's mm-hmm. not. It is, not. yes, that was, a terrible, that was a terrible throw, Lord. But guess mm-hmm. what? At some point, you gotta, you got to help your quarterback out a little bit, too. Okay? Oh, yeah. And yes, I'm tired of talking about a defense law. What what good is it going to do me to talk about defense? Jerry Jones knows that, and everybody else does too. But have they changed it? Nah, where are these guys coming off of IR? And where are these guys supposed to be coming that we feel comfortable with? Where were they at tonight? Nowhere to be found, right? Nowhere. 
and, and they keep ushering well, out I, the same guys. You know, yeah, we saw Donovan Wilson have a cup of coffee out there, but that's after uh, a crucial <laughs> touchdown was given up. You know, yeah. So we, we can talk about that, but then Donovan Wilson, even him, look at that end around or that play that that, that play that really capsulized everything. Yeah. It was there, there. Donovan Wilson, he was there. You know, he was sitting there like, "Hell, oh, I'm reaching out. I'm trying to tackle." Hey, I'm gonna, I got some for you. <laughs> talk Lord, we talk about heart. I got one for you right here. Watch Darren Smith on that play. He slows up and then realizes he ain't going out of bounds and then has to try to catch one of the finesses uh, receivers in the NFL on the, on the sideline. Oh, yeah. It's how bad you want it. But, yeah. I, I just – I'm telling you right now, I want people like I want people like Gallup on every side of the ball. Somebody that will not give up. Somebody that wants to be in the game every freaking play. You watch Gallup. You show me one play where he took off. Nowhere. You, 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 Zeke fumbled the ball. He ain't mad at nobody. He ain't even mad at himself. Hey, Come man. on, man. Hey, hey, and sometimes when you fumble the ball, look, you will see the camera panned over to that person, and they be sitting on Absolutely. the bench right by themselves. You know what I'm saying? Or mad and no. upset. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. Oh, or you see the coach. Don't happen, don't happen to the Cowboys. They're getting paid too much to worry about one fumble or one interception or one drop ball or one missed tackle. They don't care about this stuff, bro. They ain't already got paid. They got money in the bank. Yeah. I mean, I want to see some jawing and some spitting, man. I want to see so much <laughs> spit on these players. I just, Where's the McCarthy that was in Green Where's the McCarthy that got in front of, in front of uh, Aaron Rodgers and spitting all in his face? Where's that guy Nowhere to be found, you know, and and, and I, I'm sitting there like McCarthy. You got to get out there too. Spit on these guys, and I know it's COVID, uh, but you got to get out there and, and say something. Give us something. Well, here's, us something. here's the issue. All right, ultimately, here it is, Law. Mm-hmm. We want to blame the players. We want to blame coaches. Listen, heart can't be taught, right? That's in somebody. Okay, <laughs> right, but right. but I'll take this right now. I'll tell you this straight up. What is it about every coach that's come to the Cowboys, even Bill, even down to Bill Parcells, they start to lose themselves when they walk through that door. Yeah. They lose who they are as a coach when they walk through that door. Yeah. Okay? And I'm telling you right now, Bill Parcells, y'all talked about coaches. I ain't hear nobody say nothing about Bill Parcells. I would bet money on my life that if Bill Parcells had been given two more years, he'd have had a Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. I would yeah. bet money on my life. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That man didn't just pick out talent, but people were scared to death. You know, he would have been that guy. Hey, I'll fire the lowest guy, and I'll, hi- I'll fire the highest guy on the, on the totem pole just to prove that, that nobody gets comfortable around here. We're here to win. At, 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 time, Brian, at the time, Bryant was a very highly rated wide receiver for the Cowboys. We drafted uh-huh. him early. Antonio Bryant, you know, for those who don't know, yeah. he, he wore 88. What did he do? He threw. Yeah. He took a jersey. He, what he did to the coach? He threw yeah. it in his face, right? What happened to yeah. that player? He, he refused to call T.O. T.O. He called him the player. He called uh, a, a Terry, uh, a, may he rest in peace, uh, he talk, called the Glenn guy she. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm quite, I'm, I bet you my bottom dollar he will call Amari Cooper she. She, she stopped up Absolutely. on the route. And I bet you my bottom dollar he will. And trust me, I love Dak Prescott. And I know that the I know I know that it wasn't all the way one thousand percent his fault, but I guarantee you, Bill Parcells would have gave him the stare of death, and he would have said to him, "You can't fumble the effing ball right there." 
Absolutely. You can't. And then he would and then and then he would have told him that and then he would have ran over there to Terrence Steele. Matter of fact, Terrence Steele wouldn't have made the team. <laughs> oh, eight minutes. Yeah. Eight minutes. Yeah. 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 Well, here's here's the other thing. Where, where's where's I don't care if you got the worst blocking tight end in the NFL. You put somebody on that side when you got somebody like freaking the, the monster that he is over there from your own hometown playing against Terrence Steele. You don't put somebody over there to help him at least to shed the block. Are you kidding me? You let that man come around untouched. Boy, you coaching? Boy, boy, you coaching talking right now? People are learning football from you, coach. Hey, coach, coach, coach. You you remember the movie? Remember the Titans? And remember oh, one hundred. Yeah, yeah. You remember they pushed Sunshine in, and uh, and they were getting ate up by a blitz. It was a big old guy, like two hundred at the time, two hundred and ninety pounds, big for them, right? So he was saying, "That's right. Let him come through. That's let right. Let him come through. What he do? <laughs> he let old boy come through, and he yeah, he 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 wow. he, he destroyed him. <laughs> they end up winning That's that right. game, by the way, because they matched the. It was about matching the physicality. It wasn't the fact that they were worse than that team. That team was hands down better than them. Absolutely. But it was just the fact that they took out the weapon. They said we gonna take out Absolutely. the biggest. You punch the biggest bully in the face. <laughs> oh man, the whole team collapsed. But, uh, but 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 listen to me. That requires heart. Heart. Let me tell yeah. you something. That 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 requires heart. That's somebody that has a problem with losing. That's somebody that can't stand losing. That's oh, somebody yeah. that wants to live a life and wake up Monday morning. Yeah, they get they're making a good paycheck and a good living, but they want to make sure they're not losing. Okay, yeah. you may be winning your bank account, but it don't mean nothing if you're losing on the field. Okay, there's players like that, and the Cowboys need to find them, and they ain't done it yet. And when Jerry Jones stops counting the money in his bank account, starts counting rings a little bit faster and a little bit better, we might have more on the shelf. Yo, man, Coach, before I let you go, I, I'd always like to say, since you said biblically, you remember this story in the Bible, man. It was a good book, Nebuchadnezzar. I hope I'm saying this man's name right, right? He stood upon a rock. Yeah, yeah, he stood upon a rock of providence. Basically, he looked out and he said, this is what I've owned. This is what I accomplished, right? right? I'm paraphrasing. Right? Let, let the people right. know what happened to him when he stood upon that providence and looked out and said, this is what I've been doing. Hey, let me tell you something. Pride cometh before the fall. Yes, Pride yes. God, God turned him into a a, a, a beast, a wolf, a fangs. He grew fangs and fur, and he ran off into the That's wilderness. Right. And he could not That's get right. back to where he he was at because of the fact that he had to sit back uh -huh. and say, you know what. I got too I much pride. This wasn't this this wasn't, wasn't all done by me. Until Jerry Wayne Jones realized right. to stand upon and realize and say to himself, Hey, this wasn't about me. I didn't get these three Super Bowl rings. Jimmy Johnson did, right? It was a collective. It was a collective. Until he do that. He's going to always be that beast living in the wilderness. Always crazy right. things happen to the Cowboys until he realized. But he can't yeah. even get out of his own way. Let's go, man. Really appreciate you, bro. Thank you so much for calling in, Coach. Right, God bless you, brother. You take it easy. I enjoy you, man, so much. God bless you, brother. Amen. <laughs> Boy, we had church today, baby. <laughs> we had church, baby. All right, I got a couple more minutes before I go, man. My stomach is rumbling. Four, six, nine. Speak your mind, baby. Yeah, <laughs> turn your radio down, turn your radio down. 469, you're live on the nation. Yes, um, I think it's time for Mike Nolan to go. 
Mm-hmm. I think it's time for Mike Nolan to go. Um, he is a terrible defensive coordinator. The defense is absolutely terrible. And I want to get your um, take on what do you think about the Cowboys possibly drafting another quarterback and replacing Mike Nolan? Um, if I'm the Cowboys, uh, I- I'm still sticking to my philosophy. I think that uh, Green Bay Packers used to do this every year. They draft a quarterback every year. They always looking for a different quarterback to go into the team. And this is nothing to do with Dak Prescott because I believe that Dak Prescott is that guy, right? But they will have to believe in it. They will have to buy into it. They will have to understand and say, okay, you do not treat your quarterback like the way they're treating this particular quarterback. And maybe, just maybe, we can get something going. My thing is with the defense, with Mike Nolan, I can look at it like this, Cowboy Nation. I, I, I got to go back to the fact that they're not utilizing the talent or reaching out to get the talent. So I'm still got my big old reservations on it. I'm not going to call out scheme because it looks like the players were right where they supposed to be, but the talent level is not there. If they can make I wouldn't any even sense. say it's the talent level. I mean, I think they got the talent. I honestly do. I mean, I don't think you, you believe in Darian Thompson like that. I got to bring <laughs> you really think <laughs> I mean, that Darian Thompson. Thompson? <laughs> we can obviously get a better safety, a way better true, safety. But true. at the same time, I think the defense, like we just got to take a step back and realize that Mike Nolan is not the guy that we thought he was going to be. And we also have to like address the fact that Dak is only putting up these stats because they are losing ball games. How come he can't come out the gate putting up these type of stats and these type of numbers? He's setting these records, but come out the gate doing that. Well, there's a combination of everything. Yes, majority of the yards tonight. You know, tonight came in a situation where they're playing prevent. They're giving you the underneath. But some of those throws were difficult, like the deep pass to uh, Schultz and the uh, pass uh, the, uh, on the outer edges to uh, Gallup and, and some of the other passes that uh, C.D. Lamb was able to catch. But I, I will say this, you know, um, <sighs> we're going to have to see this team jump out in the league and keep it there and we have to see the team stop pressing and stop having these self-inflicted wounds before i can really just pinpoint it and say okay it's the quarterback because 500 yards regardless of how you look at it i don't think that any other quarterback can do any worse or better than that right you think somebody else is going to do better than that but at at the same time they're Hmm? losing the game they're losing the game they're losing the game defense defense can't stop a nosebleed on third and six, you plan pretty much prevent. You plan you you giving all of the underneath. You plan quarters on fourth and six. On third and six, you giving them underneath. You plan uh, <laughs> you you giving the people to run free releases on third and six. Why don't you pr- send somebody? Now that's a mentality, right? Maybe these guys saying that hey, uh, there's too much pressure for me to uh, pick up this defense and blitz somebody, right? Mm-hmm. I, I just look at it like this. And I know the the Browns go 31st, but I'm looking at it like this. The Dallas Cowboys still put up 38 points. Only because they were losing. You have to ask yourself this. Would they have put up that many points at the game, like coming right out the gate, basically, is what I'm trying to say, in terms of actually putting together a win? Do they do that? Put it like I don't this. Think so. Well, well, even if you had, let's say for example, let's say because I, I, I've seen a lot of people say Trevor Lawrence. Let's, 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 let's put Trevor Lawrence on his team. If you have Trevor Lawrence on his team, do the defense play better? No, and you're right about that. You're completely right about that, which is why I said Mike Nolan has to go after this 
first quarter of the season, after this quarter of the season, there's no evidence showing me that our defense is going to get better under his leadership. So we got to yeah. replace Mike Nolan, I think. It's just well, a now, now that's the other thing is who are you going to play replace him with? What was that? I said, who are you going to place? Who are you going to replace Mike Nolan with right now? Oh, you, you, and that, that's why we hired Mike McCarthy. That's why we got Mike McCarthy here. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Jim Tom Sula? What about Tom Sula? Hell Tom Sula's no. not just a bad guy on defense. Oh, I don't know. Um, majority of our really? issues are with the front four in a secondary. Precisely. Right? And, he, and he's yeah. the D-line coach. Tom D-line Sula's coach. the D-line coach already. So why not make him the D.C.? I mean, we got to do something. We can't keep going like this. Everybody keeps saying, well, they got to grow into it. They got to grow into it. How long is growing into it? Oh, oh. I don't know, man. Uh, until I see something, I'm just going to be like in the middle with this. I, I, I really, really going to have to pinpoint the players right now. And, and I know it can be, can be crass. And I know the easy route will be looking at Mike Nolan. But until I see something else, you know. Uh, I just have to put a placeholder on it, man. We, we're not playing good as a team. Yeah, that's the only way I can put it. I definitely do not want to change out everything now, unless unless we empower the uh, the guy. What's his name? George on the team. What's his name? George Brook. What's his name? The the he used to be the defensive coordinator for the Minnesota Vikings. I forgot his name. Linebackers coach, right? Y'all help me out. Put his name down in the box. I think that they did pretty good for the last, what, four or five years, right? George Edwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he used to be their defensive coordinator. So I, I, I would rather see George Edwards before I see Jim Tom Sula. I'll say this. If Talk the Cowboys don't improve, especially against the Giants, if they lose, especially giving up that many points like that, <laughs> something's got to give. Something's got to give. Yeah. they got to shake up something, man. <laughs> But good caller, man. I really appreciate it. What's your name again, fam? My name is Hakeem. Hakeem, man. Really appreciate you so much for calling in, man. Thank you so much, man. Thank you, man. Salute, bro. Good call from man. I matter of fact, I'll make him the last caller of the day. Uh, I, I want people to understand that when we talk negative about the team, it's just criticism, you know. It, and it's cynical, of course, in a way you can look at it and say that. But it, it's not the end of the world, right? This team still got a lot of games left to go. The phone lines are now off. But you feel free to text me anytime throughout the day, Cowboy Nation. I, I will say this: a prize fighter. <clears throat> continue to swing those blows even when he's down right and um <clears throat> we got to do just that cowboy nation we got to do just that uh, we got to continue to fight regardless of i know we heard the mantra finish the fight and these sorts of things but that's what we got to do and and this is what this team is up against we are playing our backs against the wall we in a poor division made the 49ers do us a favor today right and uh what was the final score of the giants ram game did they win or did they they lose can y'all help me out because i promise you i didn't turn this tv on since we lost right yeah let me go let me ask you guys this you know (laughs) montana 808 i saw you when you called bro my bad fam my bad fam but i came you know shout out to him He, he got he got in front of you man my bad Nine to seven Rams. So they put up a good defensive situation for the for that game. I didn't see the game. I just looking at what the box score is. Seventeen to nine. Right? Is the game over with? 
or st- seven. Who did who did this call? Uh, if you leave a voice message, uh, I'll try to get back with you. Seven five seven, man. Really appreciate you for calling in. Thank those who donated. Seventeen nine. Is this the end of the game? Oh, the Giants lost. Okay. So the Giants lost. Did what was the final score for the Washington football team? What was the final score there? Right. That help me out. KMT, man. Really appreciate you, bro. <laughs> Yeah, you appreciate KMT. Yeah. <clears throat> Eagles, I'm, I'm going to go and I'm going to watch the kids and grab something to eat. And I'm going to sit down and watch the Eagles versus the 49ers game. 31-17. So they put up 17 points against the Baltimore team, right? And was it defensively? Because they, they, the Baltimore didn't put up 40. So, you know, that that's still a respectable game. 31-17, that looked like a respectable game. I'm going to go do a lot of homework, Cowboy Nation. I don't even know what, what, what outro music that I can play right now. I, I, we really don't have none. I kind of like my outro music on. Well, I'm going to still give you guys a champion's call. So we can get the uh, the fire emojis. Because I, I we still got to get this thing going, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, OB, what's good with you, man? Really appreciate you so much. 757, man, really appreciate you. Give me feedback on what you think, good or bad. Uh, I, I will, man. I, I will actually uh, try to respond to your text message, man. But here we go. Here we go. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. This is Sparta! Best believe that. We haven't earned anything. We down and out. Now that I got your balls of blood balling, I will say this, Cowboy Nation. It seems ugly right now. It seems crazy right now. It seems as if though we can't get in front of ourselves right now, right? But we got to continue to fight. We can't just lay down like lawn chairs. We can't be jumping from team to team. Because we're going to get this win, right? Down the line, there's a W out there somewhere. But this team got to get their heads out of you know what, right? But I got to tell people, if I was in that locker room during halftime, I would have said, everybody, look into the mirrors. Right now, you guys are having the chance to play for an opportunity for a team with the silver and blue with the, with the star crusted on your helmet. Right now, look about other things that happened in this year. We have people dying. People losing their jobs. People not being able to control their own destiny. But I will tell these Cowboys uh, players that's in that locker room. If you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you. If you can trust yourself when all men doubt you. But make allowance for that doubting too. If you can wait and not be tired by waiting or lied about. Don't deal in lies or hate it and yet give way to hating. And don't look too good nor talk too wise. 
if you can think and not make thoughts your aim, if you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two imposters just the same, if you can better hear the truth you've spoken, twisted by knaves to make a trap for fools or watch the things you gave your whole life for, broken and stooped and build back up again with worn out tools. If you, if you, Cowboy Nation, can fill the unforgiving minute with 60 seconds worth of distance run. That's 60 of them, right? 60 minutes in a game. Fill it up. Play through the echoes of the whistle. Play like your life is depending on it. Play like everything is on the line. Play like you got over 5 million people watching. And they depending on you to catch the ball. They depending on you not to fumble. They depending on you to go across the middle. They depending on you to catch this touchdown. You can do it, Cowboy Nation. You yourself can do it. All it takes is one. And right now, we're going to play every single rep, every single down like it's our on. This is our house. We may lose everywhere, but we don't lose here. They could be disrespectful everywhere, but they don't be disrespectful in our house. I want my house to be set up in such a way. And it is that way. When you come over here, when you go through those doors, you already know I'm taking my shoes off. Oh, when you're sitting down on my couch. I'm sitting tightly. I'm not flowing off everywhere. I'm not putting my feet on the console. I'm not resting my feet on the coffee table. Because that's a reverence of respect when I step into Law Nation's domain. And that is what I want this team to exemplify and put out there to the ether, to the world. When they come into Big D, they're going to put out the respect. Because we Going to give it to them when they've been disrespectful. That should be already set in stone, Cowboy Nation. That's been my time. I really thank you all for yours. And remember, you're listening to nothing but the best. Let me see some fire emojis. I know we lost, but we don't fold up like lawn chairs, baby. Let's continue to grind and shine. That's been my time. And remember, you're listening to nothing And I mean nothing but the best. Let's go. Let's go. Baby, it's all good. Let's go. This is Sparta.
go. Let's go. All right.